4: Thursday afternoon getting close to the weekend sports talk Mississippi streaming at supertalk.fm supertalktv.com thanks for being with us in the Pearl River Resort studios Richard Cross Brian Haydad and a guy that does not look anything like Michael Borky, but he knows his way around studio X and uh that that, that chair will conform to his uh, to his being Rhino in for Michael Borky for the next couple of days Uh, as Michael is uh, taking a couple days off. Great to be with you. Rhino, what's up, bud? Oh, not too much. It's Friday
5: Eve, so you can't complain.
4: Friday Eve. I like that a lot. Brian, hey, Dad, happy Thursday.
5: Once again, when Rhino's on the show, I have to be demoted to second-place beard. I don't know how I feel about that. Wait, so my stubble doesn't even count?
4: count.
5: Get out of here. You're like a baby. It's a permanent stubble. It's intentional. A permanent? Is it yes permanent stubble just shave and be done with it sir either grow it out or or be a baby face one of the two
4: the the problem with shaving like with a razor is mm-hmm. if I do yes, it that's what you shave with yes no well I understand but if I do that on a daily basis like my sin, mm-hmm. skin's sensitive and I get like razor burn and bumps and that just hurts. And like it's so. I well, shave weird. every
5: other, just sh- every other day is is is, is, is my when I'm clean faced. I shave every other day. Yeah, that doesn't that doesn't work for right. me.
4: So so I do. like well, every, I don't know every like. third day with the trimmer, just with no guard on it, and it just it's like a perma-stubble. It works. All right, all right. You do what you and do. And Rhino you gotta shaves do. once a year when he raises money for yeah. Palmer
5: Home. That's coming up. That's not that's not too far too far away. We get to see the the beautiful baby faced Rhino.
4: Is that on the docket again this year?
5: Oh, yeah. The
6: hair and the beard will be on the chopping block, but I still haven't decided if this will be the last year
4: or not. What, that you're willing to give up your hair and your beard?
6: Well, to do both of them. I might just go with the beard and quit growing the hair out because it it just gets hot.
5: Yeah, We should do something where... You know, the beard doesn't get a well, wax? Get a wax. What about that? How about how, how much would we have to raise to, for you to get a wax?
4: A full body wax for Rhino.
5: <laughs> yes. We ought to be talking about like a half mil at that point. The, yeah, that's going to take some money. Well, the, the
4: problem with that is the the whole shaving of the head and the shaving of the beard is partly about driving social media content.
5: Yeah, we, yeah, yeah putting,
4: There's not going to be any video we just full tap- body wax.
5: We just tag it as NSW FW. FW. We blur out we blur out the parts that need to be blurred out, and we're okay. You just do it like the it's Austin more about Powers catching his, gag
6: with the, the silhouette.
5: Put up a right, screen it, and, a, and a projector light. It's more about just capturing his reaction. I'm, I'm not really interested in seeing the hair come off. I just want to hear him. You know, oh, I'm Kelly Clarkson. I just want to hear that. How uncomfortable would you be with
4: not a stitch of hair anywhere on your body, Rhino? Uh,
6: the first day might actually be kind of
5: cool, but after that, the stubble would be killer. It'd be awful. It'd be so bad. <laughs> Nothing from the eyebrows down. That's what we're talking oh. about. Here. Oh. If
4: you want to be a part of the conversation, you can. Uh, you can join. And who us wouldn't? On at the ceasefire text line at six zero one eight seven nine four three nine five again. 601-879-4395. Want to give your business the edge? Get Gigabit Fiber Internet from C Spire Business, backed by world-class IT experts who live where you do, right here in C Spire Country. Check availability now at cspire.com slash business. We actually have a uh, pretty fair amount of stuff to get to this afternoon. Mike in Grand Bay suggesting that a Rhino Brazilian wax should be up for uh, debate
5: i don't know if anybody wants that (laughs) rhino's never doing the show with with us again (laughs) i've just i've just made it bad for him he's like there is um there is another suggestion for
4: waxing the eyebrows i've actually uh not auctioned
6: what is it wagered the eyebrows before but that was uh that was a ridiculous number and we didn't reach it
4: was Uh. that the uh was that the dumbest wager you've ever made
6: oh no no that still is firmly eating my hat
4: Hey, Dan, have you heard this
5: story? I have not.
6: So a long, long time ago, back when I was a young man on the radio, I was bold and brash and made a bet.
4: He was producing this radio show.
6: Oh, yeah. I I bet that uh, state would win an egg bowl that they did not win. And I was so confident that they would win that year that I bet that if they did not win, I would eat my state hat. So I cut it up into little pieces and marinated it in teriyaki overnight, and went and bought some grocery store sushi, and put the teriyaki marinated pieces of hat on the sushi, and didn't welch them a bit.
5: (laughs) Never bet on Mississippi State is is the lesson I want to teach you guys here. Under no circumstances should you ever bet on state. What was the other
4: end of that bet for me? Because I don't think that I agreed to eat a hat.
6: No, I think it was the usual steak dinner or something like that on, on your end of it. Mm, okay. Well, we're gonna. Or maybe I was. I think that, that might have been one where I was so bold that I didn't even require a counter.
4: Oh, there was. There, it was not a two sided deal. It was a just a if they don't, I will do this.
6: Yeah, I think that was the way it went. Oh my gosh. Yes, that was a what, young you, Rhino. I'm trying to think the, of what year.
5: What year could you have been this confident? Is my question. I'm trying to. I'm think.
6: fairly certain Dak was quarterback.
5: Oh, well. Okay. Cool. No. Bet on Dak for a lot of things, not winning Egg Bowls, so. though.
4: <laughs> oh, goodness. Oh, my. Yeah. So he were, were there lasting repercussions from that?
6: Uh, a little indigestion, but uh, besides that, nothing too bad. Okay. Well, I think the indigestion so. mainly came from the fact that I was eating cloth that had spent a whole night absorbing teriyaki sauce.
4: Probably so. <laughs> Maybe if you just got straight cloth with no teriyaki, it would have been better. Uh, just, somebody just boil that thing down into a soup. Somebody says, that's better than mine. I got an Alabama tattoo when Dak lost to them
5: his junior year. Oh, my gosh. What are y'all doing? Dustin and Walnut. Like I had to Rhino wear some old Ole Miss gear once. That's about the worst. Mm. Jeez.
4: Rhino getting waxed. Remember the scene in 40-year-old version when Steve Carell's character was That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Uh, Louie, he says, Rhino in, borky out. Let's make this permanent. There is a big laughing emoji that goes along with that. I think he's having fun with it. Uh, Mr. Miyagi, wax on, wax off. Jeff says, hey, with Rhino there, we might get a little soccer content over the next couple of
5: days. And hold your breath. Let's hope. Two out of three. Yeah, yeah. So Speaking of that movie though, though, Rhino, do you, do you have the sweater underneath the shirt that Steve Carell did? Not quite Steve Carell
6: level, but uh, it would be an experience if I had to get it waxed.
4: Mikey, grandpa, raise a lot of money, Rhino. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're gonna have fun with you the next couple of days. So we got today. And I'm a little frustrated with the uh, the Southeastern Conference. They did not create a centrally located link with everything on it, and ESPN has not updated times yet. And so we got the uh, the opening month of the season kickoff times, and then select games as well. But to get those, you've got to either be on an email list from each school, which made Ole Miss which and I'm Mississippi not. State easy, or you got to start going to individual websites. And so, so far, I, 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 it's a work in progress. We'll get to any that you are curious about. We've got Ole Miss, we've got State, we've got LSU, got Arkansas, got Southern Miss. For the first month of the uh, season with kickoff times and how you will be able to watch them. And yes, that qualifies as news in the uh, middle of May when we're getting closer and closer to the uh, to the start of football season. It's fun. You can start planning Absolutely. accordingly.
5: Absolutely, that's what I am saying. Yeah, people need to know if you are if you are traveling, especially. State two of their first three are on the road. You got to start making those 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 plans.
4: And you probably need to start resting now if you want to watch Mississippi State's week two game against Arizona. You're familiar with Pac-12 After Dark. Well, this is Pac-12 SEC way After Dark. If you are in the uh, Central
5: or Eastern time zones, so with gas prices being what they are, you probably need to start saving money if you just want to drive down to Baton Rouge.
4: I suppose you're right
5: about that uh, as well. Uh, I, I actually
4: think that Mississippi State fans are going to be pretty pleased with the early television schedule it and kickoff times. So we'll get into that coming up it a little bit. We'll give you an update on the SEC tournament, what happened last night, what's happening uh, right now. They are finally underway with the first game of the day. Good news is, from here on out, it looks like it's going to be smooth sailing. We'll talk about Southern Mrs. win last night over UAB in their first game of the Conference USA Tournament and a whole lot more. Just getting started with you, Thursday afternoon, Sports Talk Mississippi.
7: I don't want to be a tiger,
8: because tigers play too rough. I don't want to be a lion, Cause lions ain't the kind
7: you love enough You don't love me
9: Your teddy bear well, a <laughs> chain around my neck And leave me anywhere Oh let me be Oh let it be
8: Oh teddy
7: bear
9: Oh let me
7: be Oh let it be Your teddy bear
10: How can R.J. Young help you with digital communications, managed IT services, business process outsourcing, and office equipment and technology? R.J. Young is your source for the technology solutions that power your business. For more information and a quick demo of The Modern Office and how it's increasing efficiency and bottom lines of businesses across the country, visit us at
2: themodernoffice.com. Protect your home and office with Havard Pest Control, a family-owned and operated business for 75 years. Havard provides termite and pest services with free quotes, low-monthly payments, free recalls, and unmatched customer service. For more information, visit
11: HavardPest.com. I'm Larry Rowlett, former Secret Service Special Agent in Charge of the President Ronald Reagan Protective Division. I have purchased Boondocks Firearms Training Academy. I'm inviting you and your family to consider membership in Boondocks FTA. All levels of training for families and individuals are available. We are committed to our effort to keep you and your family safe from gun violence. Support our efforts. Like us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, and visit us at boondocksfta.com.
12: The M-Braves are home Memorial Day through June 5th against the Montgomery Biscuits at Trustmark Park.
3: Join us for a Memorial Day celebration with fireworks presented by Milwaukee Tool. After a day off Tuesday, we'll have First Responders Wednesday, Truck Works Thirsty Thursday, then on Friday the first 1,000 fans get a A South Championship t-shirt presented by Blue Cross Blue Shield of Mississippi. We'll continue our Memorial Day week tribute with Gold Star families being saluted plus post-game fireworks in partnership with the Mississippi VA. The home homestand concludes with Sunday Family Fun Day. For tickets, MississippiBraves.com.
13: How do we make a great deal even greater at AgUp Equipment? We up it. During the 75th anniversary, get an added $1,075 discount on a John Deere 5E tractor, bringing the total discount to $3,825 off. And get 0% financing while you still can. So tackle the big jobs in a 5E tractor with up to 73 horsepower. Visit agup.com. Offer valid 516 through 530, 22, or when inventory runs out. Three-cylinder tractors only. Some exclusions apply. See dealer
14: for details. This is Michael Cassidy, Republican candidate for Congress here in Mississippi's 3rd District. While inflation and illegal immigration are hurting Mississippi families, Congressman Guest has different priorities. He joined Biden and Pelosi and voted to send $53 of your tax dollars to Ukraine. Ukraine is not in our national interest, but fighting inflation and illegal immigration are. And when elected, they will be my priorities. I'm Michael Cassidy, America First Republican for Congress, and I brief this message.
1: Paid for by Michael Cassidy for Congress.
0: Go beyond the headlines on Middays with Gerard Gibbert. Weekdays 10 to 1 here on Supertalk Mississippi.
4: Let's do the baseball thing for a few minutes, then we will, uh, we'll get back to some college football conversation with you. Sports Talk Mississippi streaming at supertalk.fm and supertalktv.com. Two games yesterday in the SEC baseball tournament were played before the rain rolled in last night. Uh instead of a nine thirty start again, they went with a twelve forty-five start yesterday afternoon. Kentucky beat Auburn three to one. That was while we were on the air yesterday. And then you had Alabama, Arkansas in the later game, it got started while we were on the air. Alabama winning four to three over Arkansas. And so Alabama's resurgence in the postseason. Uh, and the last weekend of the regular season continues. Remember, they lost eight of 10 in the SEC to fall into the cellar of the West, kind of dug themselves out of it, got into the tournament as, excuse me, as the 11 seed, and uh, now trying to make some noise and move their way toward the postseason. And in fact, D1 baseball has Alabama and Ole Miss in the field of 64, and they are both part of that, uh, last four in group. Baseball America also has Ole Miss in the field of 64, not in the last four in, uh, but a little bit more breathing room for them. So that's good news for Ole Miss. That I mean, you don't want to be like the last of the last four in because you know you're just kind of hanging on an edge. There's a little bit of wiggle room, not a lot of wiggle room, but a little bit of wiggle room for uh, for Ole Miss in both of those projections. Obviously, those are just projections. And, hey, Dad, it doesn't really make it any easier to watch everything uh, unfold if you are an Ole Miss fan or if you're part of the Ole Miss baseball program because you know there's a lot that's got to happen between now and then for you ultimately on Monday, Memorial Day, to hear your name called.
5: Yes. The good news is for Ole Miss, when you look at the next four, right, the first four out, Mm -hmm. UTSA is there. That's a team. they're, They're in the Conference USA Tournament. They're probably going to have to play Old Dominion at some point, or maybe play Southern Miss. So, chances are that they're not going to find their way through. Or if they do find their way through, it probably means that Old Dominion gets out. So that might help you there. Iowa lost today in the Big Ten uh, tournament. So that's they were the second team in the first four out. And then you know San Diego and Pennsylvania. You know we'll have to, to monitor that. Pennsylvania is probably. They've got to be on a razor's edge because what well, that that's an Ivy League school, right? And Ivy yeah, League can't gone. be much more than a one.
4: No, no, they're done so, yeah. already. The uh, the Columbia won the Ivy League's automatic bid. So then, yeah, there's no way they're getting in. So unless it, you know, al- uh, unless Penn for some reason and like I don't remember this plays in the Patriot League for baseball,
5: but I don't. I think I don't, they I don't play know. in the Ivy League. I I don't. I don't want to go too far down the road. I mean, regardless of that, it's going to take a, a big upset in a tournament where the the one seed is was in. Regardless, that's what Ole Miss needs to be watching out for. Uh, could could a could a, I don't I don't know who's left in Conference USA, but could a, a seven or eight seed there find their way to the championship? That's what you have to worry about if you're Ole Miss, because that's the good news. Like you said, is that. They're going to take Alabama and Ole Miss in in this projection. We were we were we were well, I wouldn't say concerned is the right word for me, but we were talking about <laughs> Alabama could replace could replace Ole Miss in in these discussions. Now it looks like they're both going to get in.
4: So yeah, we we'll, we'll, but we got to wait and see. We got to wait and have it all right. get hashed out over the next few days. And it does kind of feel like Ole Miss is going to end up in the tournament. We'll see where you know how difficult the draw is, and you know the the thing about this Ole Miss team—they've shown you in the uh, the last three weeks or so of the season that they are capable of swinging the bats well and getting some good pitching. And if they get that in a tournament setting, and and look, look, has it ever felt like it's more true where Ole Miss has got to win the first two games? They don't have the pitching, yeah. and I don't think that they've got the offense to. Um, which is a little surprising to say, to fight their way through a loser's bracket. It's going to have to be win game one, win game two, try to win game three, and hope that that's good enough. I guess in a scenario where you lost maybe a a championship game and had to play a fourth game, maybe it would be doable. But if you lose one of those first two games and you've got to win a couple of elimination games and then win twice, I mean, having to win five games over the course of Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday – Feels like an awfully difficult task for an Ole Miss team if they do indeed get into a regional.
5: It's interesting, you know what? You know, Ole Miss's SEC tournament run obviously over. What? SC, what Ole Miss team are we going to see when we get to the NCAA tournament? Are we going to see the one that swept, swept LSU, LSU in Missouri and was really good? And because that team could do some damage, that team could be a team that you know you don't want to see in your regional. Right. But if you get the one that, you know, sort of that mid-season old Miss team that got swept by Alabama and then lost two out of three to Mississippi State, they're going to be two in queue and, and back home, and, and big questions will have to be answered about Mike Bianco's future. Yeah. Conference USA tournament being played in Hattiesburg. They got three of the four
4: games in yesterday. Middle Tennessee and Old Dominion were the first game. That was a run rule game. As old Dominion beat Middle Tennessee 18-7. to and the second game of the day, and this was the one that was delayed for a really long time, it was 4 to nothing in the fourth inning, and you had that long rain delay while we were on the air. I think it restarted about 645 last night. That turned out to be the final score. Louisiana Tech winning 4 to nothing over Charlotte. In the nightcap, a little bit of drama. We'll talk about that drama with Jason Munns, who covers Memphis primarily, but he's covering the Conference USA tournament coming up in the, uh, the 4 o'clock hour this afternoon as uh, Southern miss won four to three they got a home run late in the ball game they went at four to three at home good crowd last night at uh, at Pete Taylor Park and then there was one game this morning this was the final of what should have been four games yesterday and it was UTSA winning six to four over Florida Atlantic first elimination game do you remember two weeks ago hey Dad when we talked about the concern a little bit in facing middle Tennessee because their pitching had been so good mm-hmm Upon further review, yeah. upon further review, after losing yesterday 18-7 to to Middle Tennessee, they played an elimination game today against Charlotte. And in seven innings, Charlotte beat Middle Tennessee 22-0. to
5: <laughs> Yeah. Well, do those two teams play each other in football? I might be willing to give you Charlotte or you know, Middle Tennessee minus 21 in football. Let alone in baseball, my goodness!
4: Yeah, um, Old Dominion and Louisiana Tech uh, get started at four o'clock, and then tonight UAB and Florida Atlantic. Southern Miss will next play tomorrow. They will play UTSA, a team they took two of three from in the regular season in Hattiesburg at ten a.m. tomorrow. So a little little breakfast, uh, brunch baseball on a Friday. And Southern Miss, uh, Christian Ostrander, the pitching coach, told the uh, guys in the Eagle Hour a little bit earlier this afternoon that Hurston Waldrop is going to get the start. So Southern Miss rolling the best they've got out there for game two against uh, against UTSA. Not playing any games in Hattiesburg.
5: Yeah, and as we just said, if you're an Ole Miss fan, you need to be pulling hard for USM in that one. You don't want UTSA to get that win. That might be a win that could put them in and, 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 and juggle up those last four in four out. Yeah.
4: So uh, that's what's happening in uh, in Hattiesburg. So no Southern Miss on day 2 of the tournament despite winning yesterday. Everything got pushed back because of weather. They are getting or trying to get four games in today. Looks like the weather's going to be great to do that. They've gotten two of them out of the way. Old Dominion, Louisiana Tech coming up tonight, then UAB, FAU, and then tomorrow UTSA against Southern Miss to uh, to start the day. So that's what we're looking at right now. In the conference USA tournament, so we've we've got projections. We want to try and squeeze those in now. I only got a couple of minutes until the uh, break. Maybe we'll do that when we uh, when we come back. We'll come back. So um, Tennessee Vanderbilt is the uh, the next game that is coming up in the uh, the SEC tournament. That is a game that was should have been game three of yesterday. Instead, mm-hmm. they are game two of today. And then uh, I guess you'll finally get LSU coming up later tonight, right?
5: Yeah, they haven't played yet. Yeah, they they yeah. They, they are they are just dragging along, trying to get a game in.
4: Uh, we will pass this message along. It Says, "Hey, from a uh, from a USM fan, tell Munsley thank you for the coverage. We've been starving for some local coverage, and it makes the paper worth uh, worth paying for. So we will uh, we'll get that as well." Uh, also, hey, when we host a regional in Hattiesburg, will you guys come broadcast from here? That is a conversation that is uh, that is in the works. And my guess is that, yes, we will be in Hattiesburg, but I don't know that that has been uh, fully decided upon yet. We'll, we'll get through Monday with the uh, the field as announced, figure out where everybody's going to be and what we've got to cover and where we've got to be and all of those things, and then we'll, uh, we'll let you know after that. So... Um, I, I think that is likely, but I'm not making the promise yet because it is a uh, it's a conversation that still has to uh, has to happen. So let's look at the projections. When We'd we come like back. to be
5: there, though. We'll put it that yeah.
4: way. Yeah. Oh, it's going to be a great environment, great atmosphere for baseball yeah. in uh, in Hattiesburg coming up next weekend for first round of the NCAA tournament. And the question is, will it be just one weekend, or do we possibly have two more weekends of postseason baseball? in Hattiesburg. We'll look at Division I Baseball or D1Baseball.com and Baseball America's projections for the field of 64 when we get back with you on Sports Talk Mississippi in the Pearl River Resort studio. Visit PearlRiverResort.com.
12: From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, a 30% chance of rain under partly cloudy conditions, high near 81. Tonight, mostly clear, low around 59. Your finally Friday, sunny skies, high only to 81. And a look to Saturday, sunny conditions, high near 85. This weather brought to you by our friends at Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile in downtown Bolton. Shop local. Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile, your building supply expert since 1871.
15: I'm Rex Baker with Gateway Rescue Mission. Every day, I see people in crisis. On the surface, they need a good meal. Deep inside, they need hope. On my best day ever, I can't save anybody. But we each can be a tool God uses to change a life. I want to challenge you. Allow God to use you to help someone else today. Check us out at gatewaymission.org, helping people right here in Jackson, Mississippi.
16: Frisco Deli, serving giant sandwiches, award-winning rib plates, and original recipe catfish with a family-friendly atmosphere. Open 1030 a.m. to 8 p.m. Monday through Friday. Frisco Deli, we have something for everyone. Located just off Pearson Road on Phillips Lane in Pearl. Come see us. In time.
7: For
6: all your summer road trips, come get a new Nissan from Cannon Nissan of Jackson. This is Dave Logan. We're open six days a week with new Nissans arriving daily. When the smoke clears, nobody
4: beats the Cannon deal. Nobody.
17: Open Memorial Day.
3: off a summer of savings during the Memorial
0: Day sale at Miss Kelly's. Start with savings up to 15% off. Plus, with 60 months financing, there's no money down required. Need new furniture now? We have over $32 million of in-stock inventory ready for you today. Like this
3: reclining sofa for only $7.99. Or this beautiful queen bed, only $4.99. Your summer savings start now during the Memorial Day sale at Miss
18: Kelly's. It's Alyssa Arbuckle and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. Say the Supreme Court does decide to overturn Roe v. Wade. The legality of abortion would be left to the discretion of individual states. But what's not clear is whether states would be able to enforce their laws beyond their own borders. Here's what Governor Tate Reeves had to say about abortion tourism.
19: I can't imagine a mayor of a city or a governor of a state trying to make their place an oasis to uh, have um, people come there uh, to abort unborn children. And I think that's the the, the primary uh, distinction here that must be made is that when you're talking about abortions, there is an
4: unborn child in that womb, an unborn American citizen. Um, and, and it's just it's, it's mind-boggling to me that these politicians would say this.
18: Thirteen states, including Mississippi, currently have what's called a trigger law in place, which would automatically ban abortion in the first and second trimesters if the landmark case is overturned.
9: Here in Seaspire Country, the best network anywhere is all around you. It's up on our towers, where blazing fast 5G is turning your smartphone into a super phone. It's under your feet, where we lay gigabit fiber to make the internet faster than you've ever seen. It's powering your phones, feeds, tablets, TVs, and businesses. So now the best technology anywhere is right here. Welcome to SeaSpire Country. It's just like the rest of the country, only a few steps ahead.
12: At Pearl River Resort Casino, we're keeping it real safe for our employees
10: and guests. Electrostatic spray, chip cleaning, and mass thermal temperature scanners are in use throughout the property, including advanced UV cleaning technology to keep rotating handrails safe to touch.
20: State-of-the-art air filtration systems keep the air you breathe safe and clean. So
12: get back in play at Pearl River
21: Resort Casino. We're keeping it real. Real fun, real winning, real safe.
0: It's time for more Sports Talk Mississippi. Finally. Finally. On Super Talk Mississippi, the Super Talk app, and at supertalk.fm. Woo!
4: Back with you on Sports Talk Mississippi, streaming at supertalk.fm and supertalktv.com. Um, you missed that. What did I miss?
5: It's, my chair just popped. I was like, oh, God. I thought oh, we about, about, about to have that. some real fun here on the air. So...
4: Are we okay with dispelling a myth? I've heard... Dispelling a myth? Yes, yes. There is a uh, a myth, a line of thinking that I have heard from multiple Ole Miss fans that, well, if Ole Miss gets into the tournament, they're going to get sent out west like they always do. And I was kind of thinking through that, and I was like, why are people saying that they're going to get sent out west like they always do? And so I double check myself because I don't think they really have gotten sent out west much. In the Mike Bianco era, in 22 years, Ole Miss has been, air quotes, out west one time in a regional. They got sent to Los Angeles for the UCLA regional in 2015. They've played two regionals. or Super Regionals out west, both in Arizona. In 2006, there was a Super Regional at Arizona State that they lost in two games. And, buddy, it was hot. The radio broadcast location was on top of the concrete press box with no cover from the sky. And, you know, I mean, it got dark, you know, by about the fourth inning, so it wasn't that bad. But there was, like, yeah, this film impressive. of sand and dust on everything, everywhere.
5: I, it's more impressive that your equipment didn't melt. Yeah. Didn't just fry up.
4: I, I, I think there we had, like, a out. towel that we put over the uh, over the top of it. Uh-huh. That was absolutely one of those, like, you left the ballpark and you're like, can I just go shower? It's, like, yeah. hot, dusty, yucky, and, oh, by the way, lost twice. So um, Nobody wants that. But to take it a step farther, Ole Miss has actually only played in the history of its program in three regionals west of the Mississippi River. And all three of them have happened during Mike Bianco's tenure. Mm. The first regional that Ole Miss played in in the Mike Bianco era was in – that's not right. The first one they played in in the Mike Pierringo era was in College Station in 1999.
5: Well, that's west of the
4: Mississippi. Right. In 2003, they played in the Houston Regional, hosted by Rice. And okay. then there was the UCLA Regional. And maybe oh, there, was one, there was one more trip to College Station in 2012. So four times in the history of the program... Ole Miss has played west of the Mississippi River in a regional. If you want to go way back, they used to have the District 3 playoffs in Gastonia, North Carolina. That was what preceded the College World Series. In 1977, Ole Miss went to Miami. How about this? Okay, you, you want to talk about the, the consistency of the Ole Miss program? Here it is under Mike Bianco. The Rebels did not play in college baseball's postseason. From 1977, when they won the SEC tournament and got into the Miami Regional, until 1995, which was David DeLucci's senior year, and that team went to uh, went to Tallahassee. That's a good team.
5: Yeah, yeah. I mean, as a kid, I grew up. Ole Miss didn't, didn't play didn't play postseason baseball. They just didn't. Yeah.
4: And then since 1999, A uh, and M in '99. Which was Pat Harrison, I think. I think that was the end of his tenure, uh, and then it's been a regular yeah. thing uh, in New Orleans in two thousand one at Rice in two thousand three, Ole Miss hosted in two thousand four, two thousand five, two thousand six, two thousand seven. They went to Coral Gables in two thousand eight, hosted in two thousand nine, went to Charlottesville in ten, went to uh, missed the tournament at eleven, went to College Station in twelve. Went to Raleigh, North Carolina in 13. And then in 2014, hosted in Oxford. 2015, went to L.A. 2016, hosted in Oxford. Didn't make the tournament in 17. Hosted in Oxford in 2018. Hosted in Oxford in 2019. No postseason for anybody in 2020. And hosted in Oxford in 2021. Yeah. So the idea that Ole Miss gets sent west, they might very well get sent west this year. Altogether possible. But it's only happened once in the last 22 years, period. Right. But this year, you don't care where you go. Just get
5: in. We say all that to tell you that in these D1 baseball uh, projections, they're going to Stanford. That is correct. (laughs) So here you go. (laughs) Here you go.
4: So it might happen this year. Well, and I think that's what kind of set off the whole idea that Ole Miss always gets sent west. They're going to go west again this year. Well, we'll see. They might. They might. It just hasn't happened very often. Here, um, somebody said, that's a crap resume. Fire Bianco, LOL. <laughs> yeah. D1 Baseball has got the last four in as Alabama, Ole Miss, Old Dominion, and Clemson first four out. UTSA, that's why Haydad pointed out a second ago you are cheering against UTSA in the Conference USA Tournament, Iowa, San Diego, and Pennsylvania. Number one overall seed, Tennessee. Paired up with the number sixteen seed Georgia Southern, hosting in Statesboro, with Georgia as a two seed. Number two overall seed Virginia Tech in Blacksburg, hosting paired against the number fifteen seed Virginia in Charlottesville. Uh, by the way, Vanderbilt, a number two seed in Blacksburg, you're not real fired up about that if it were to come to uh, come to pass. If you're Virginia, I'm sorry. If you're Virginia Tech. Yeah. Stanford is the number three overall. They've got Ole projected to go to Stanford as a three seed, paired up with the East Carolina Regional. East Carolina playing its way into a host in Greenville in these projections. No SEC team in Greenville. Corvallis, Oregon. Oregon State, the number four seed. No SEC team there, paired with the Austin Regional, where Texas is the number 13 overall seed and has Arkansas as a two seed. You remember last week the projections had Arkansas hosting with Texas coming to Fayetteville yeah. as a two. Well, Arkansas lost two or three to close out the regular season. They go one and done in the SEC tournament, and all of a sudden the Razorbacks not playing postseason baseball in Fayetteville. Number five they national and done? seed.
5: Were they were they one and done? I thought they were the four seed. Did they finish as the four?
4: No, LSU finished yeah, as the four. They, uh-uh, LSU ended so, up playing into the four
5: seed. Arkansas was the... Well, well then... It doesn't matter. No, no, you're right. Because Alabama played Georgia in the one and done game. Then they played Arkansas and beat them. Arkansas is still alive. You're right. You're right. I'm sorry. Thank you. Okay. Thank you for the correction. Yeah. So
4: Arkansas is 0 1 in the SEC tournament, and they will play an elimination game tomorrow. There you go. Miami is the number five national seed. They've got Florida going to Coral Gables. That is paired with the Auburn Regional, where Auburn is the number 12 seed. Maryland is the number six, no SEC team there. Paired with uh, Fort Worth, TCU hosting, no SEC team there. College Station, Texas A&M, the number seven overall. They're playing right now, and they lead 2-0 over Florida in the top of the fourth inning. Paired with the South Bend, Indiana Regional, Notre Dame is the 10 seed. Louisville as the final top eight seed, with Alabama as the three in that regional Paired with Southern Miss, who is currently the number nine seed, and they've got LSU projected as a two in Baton Rouge.
5: And NC State is the three with Tommy Tanks coming to town. Oh, yeah. Guy hits a lot of bombs, doesn't he? He hit three bombs yesterday. He's up to 26 for the season.
4: Uh, Spire Text Line If Ole Miss is a last four in, why are they a three seed and not a four seed? Hey, Dad, you kind of explained that yesterday.
5: yeah, we discussed this the other day that the four seeds are all your low RPI conference champions. So if we just real quick go through these four seeds, uh, Coppin State, Maine, Long Island, North Dakota State, Florida A&M, Fairfield, Army, Wright State, Belmont, Ball State, UNLV, College of Charleston, McNeese, Davidson, Columbia, and Campbell. That Campbell won't be in, by the way. They lost in their conference tournament uh, earlier today. Um those are all your low RPI conference champions. They're gonna be the four seeds. The three seeds are your sort of like the NCAA tournament. The sixteen seeds are never at large teams. They're always the low RPI conference champions that got automatic bids.
4: Yeah. Baseball America, we'll get into their projections in a second. Currently last four in for baseball America Louisiana Tech, Alabama, Iowa, San Diego. I would guess that Ole Miss is probably one or two spots ahead of Louisiana Tech. First four out, Old Dominion, Clemson, Kentucky, who's still alive in the SEC tournament, and Texas-San Antonio. So those are the uh, the ones that you got out there right now. We'll look at the projections from Baseball America when we come back. Sports Talk Mississippi, wrapping up the first hour right after this. Take a
7: little trip. Take a little trip.
8: From the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations serving you, they're in Ridgeland on 51 North and in Brandon at 209 Woodgate Drive. Crossgates, column at 601-605-4443. Looking good so far, just some minor delays. 20 westbound at the stack there at Gallatin. Also still seeing some delays, 49 north and southbound between Harper and the turn at Old 49. This update brought to you by Smith Brothers Body Shop, the best for most of you. Call Smith Brothers, 601-353-5217.
0: In America, the future belongs to everyone. So we designed the Ford trucks of the future for everyone. Ford F Series. America's best selling trucks for 45 years straight. Made for performance and capability on and off road. Because the trucks of the future aren't designed for a few, they're built for America.
11: Ford F Series. Drive one today. Based on 1977 to 2021 calendar year total sales. Hi, I'm David Frederick, owner of Frederick Sales and Service in Brandon. For more than 27 years, we've been selling and servicing Exmark mowers here in central Mississippi. Whether you have a city lot, a country estate, or a large institutional property, Exmark has a mower to fit your needs. I invite you to come by and check out all of what Xmark and Fredericks has to offer. With special financing available, we have mowers in stock and ready for you. Fredericks Sales and Service, the choice in outdoor equipment, serving you since 1993.
21: give us a call to discuss your landscaping needs bring your truck or trailer callaways offers bulk soils for pickup and local delivery refilling your propane tank is always a better option and callaways is a propane refilling station when you refill you get more propane for less money callaways and glutz that on calhoun station parkway south of germantown high callaways
7: is callaways is everything for home and garden that's what callaways is
22: Power outages are a detriment to workplace efficiency and production. A Taylor Power standby generator can provide instant protection from those power outages. Call Taylor Power Systems today at 601-932-5674 to discuss the right standby generator for your business. That's 601-932-5674.
19: Where Mississippi comes to talk. Middays with
0: Gerard Gibbert. Weekdays here on Super Talk Mississippi. Sports Talk Mississippi. Hey, us go Sports Talk Mississippi. Well, say something. Super Talk Mississippi.
5: On
4: Sports Talk Mississippi. Rhino, which version is that? Is that, um, is that from the, the movie? from the
9: place where
5: he oh, yeah. was born and raised. That's
4: the quote-unquote Soggy Bottom
6: Boys. I forget the name of the real band that voiced them, but yeah. Have it doesn't matter. It's Soggy uh, Bottom
4: Boys. Have you ever heard the uh, Home Free version of that same song? Oh, yeah. It is good, good.
5: So, well, although in fact, I think I may have brought it up on the show before, but that scene where they sing... Mm-hmm. Uh, to the the crowd there was at my elementary school at St. Francis Xavier Elementary in Vicksburg. Really? So me and George Clooney have shared a stage. You could okay. say. Were you an extra in the crowd for that? No, no, no. I'm talking about like I was Rudolph the Red nosed Reindeer in first grade, though. No, no. I but, understood. Yeah. I understood what you meant. I just no. didn't know if maybe you got uh, got the call. No, I wasn't. I wasn't there when that was filmed. That a couple of, part of Mississippi Burning was filmed at that school too. Hmm. So let's some some moments there.
4: One of those movies is more Historic. fun than the other.
5: Yeah, yeah. Historic location, though.
4: Uh, Baseball America's projected field of 64. Tennessee is the one seed paired with the Stillwater Regional, Oklahoma State, hosting with Arkansas as a two. Virginia Tech, the number two seed paired with the Austin Regional. No SEC teams in either of those two regionals. Stanford, the number three seed with Georgia out west as a two, paired with uh, the Virginia regional, Charlottesville, no SEC team in Charlottesville. Corvallis, Oregon, Oregon State, the number four overall, with Alabama going to Corvallis as a three seed, paired with the TCU regional in Fort Worth with Ole Miss in Fort Worth as a three seed. That's a far more doable trip than uh, Stanford or Corvallis. Yeah.
5: Uh, Miami? And the, if you're an Ole Miss fan, the good news there is if you're the three seed in the 13 seeds regional, mm-hmm. Teddy has you pretty solidly in there. Yeah. You're, you're high up the chain there of three seeds.
4: Yeah. Uh, Coral Gables in Miami, Florida is the number two, paired with East Carolina hosting. No SEC team there. College Station, Texas A&M, is the number six overall paired with Notre Dame. Maryland is the number seven. No SEC team there paired with the Auburn Regional. Auburn is the ten. Oh, lucky Auburn. Charmin Soft Georgia Tech is their number three. (laughs) And uh, Louisville is the eight with Vanderbilt there as a two seed. Hattiesburg, Southern Miss currently projected as the number nine with LSU, Florida State, and Fairfield in Hattiesburg.
5: We've had a couple of people text the show to let us know that Louisville is already out of the ACC tournament with two losses. Okay. So they, that might be a situation where a USM winning Conference USA could bump them into the top eight. Absolutely. Absolutely true.
4: Jeff in Oxford uh, says, don't get me wrong, I'd actually like it if they sent Ole Miss out west. We might get a 10 o'clock central time first pitch. Chris in Oxford, out of curiosity, why does Richard not like Georgia Tech? It's not that I dislike Georgia Tech. I just think they have a history of being way overbuilt and losing a lot of regionals that they host. You like and going to, to Georgia Tech. talk about them being elite.
5: I mean, Georgia Tech, like campus, I love. And it's right there, and, you know, the varsity's right there. In the shadows of the varsity. Right.
4: And their baseball team plays in relatively close proximity to historic Grant Field at Bobby Dodd Stadium. There you go. Yeah. JP and Gula says LSU and Hattiesburg would be zero fun. I okay, JP. JP I, I I could take that one of two ways. One, you're being sarcastic, and you think it would be big fun. Or two, you don't like the idea of LSU in your regional.
5: Hope it's the sarcasm.
4: I do too. Um,
5: let's see here. Anything else? I think, I think USM could handle could handle LSU pretty easily, to be honest.
4: The What's the, the name of the movie with George Clooney that Heydad mentioned that was filmed in my hometown of Vicksburg? Oh Come on now. brother, where art thou? I don't
13: How think the entire
4: that? movie was filmed in Vicksburg though, was it? No, no, but that scene was. Just that particular scene. Derek and Greenman, Greenwood, what do you have? What do you have? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Two chili dogs with O-rings, a large Coca-Cola, and a uh, an FO, please. Fried pies are overrated. I don't
5: know what any of that is.
4: Two chili dogs with onion rings, a large Coca-Cola classic, and an FO, a frozen orange drink.
5: You learn something every day.
4: Now you know. Four o'clock hour, we'll talk with Jason Munns. Also going to visit with Ross Dellinger in the four o'clock hour. We will be right back.
0: You're
21: home for news i'm rich dennison the gunman who killed 19 children and two teachers at a uvalde texas elementary school did not encounter any police when he first arrived at the school after shooting his grandmother from the grandmother's house to the bar ditch to the school
12: into the school he was not confronted by anybody
21: victor escalon with the texas department of public safety says the gunman was killed about an hour after he began firing outside and inside the school Senate Republicans have stalled a bill to create a domestic terror division at federal law enforcement agencies. Democrats in
3: the House approved the measure in response to a mass shooting this month in Buffalo targeting black shoppers at a supermarket. Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer put the bill up for a vote in the aftermath of this week's massacre at a Texas elementary
21: school. Fox's Jared Halpern at the White House. America's listening to Fox News.
10: How can R.J. Young help you with digital communications, managed IT services, business process outsourcing, and office equipment and technology? R.J. Young is your source for the technology solutions that power your business. For more information and a quick demo of The Modern Office and how it's increasing efficiency and bottom lines of businesses across the country, visit us at themodernoffice.com.
13: Be sure and check out the newly remodeled Basils in Fondren, where you get simple food done well. And don't forget to drop by Basils Fountain View at the Renaissance. Go to EatBasils.com for online ordering for both locations. That's Basils. Tune in this Saturday morning from 8 till 10 for Weekend Gardening, where
8: garden mama Nellie Neal will tackle all your gardening questions. Weekend Gardening, brought to you in part by The Tractor Store, your local Mahindra dealer. The Tractor Store, Highway 49 South
18: in Richland. It's Alyssa Arbuckle, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. Senator Roger Wicker accused Democrats of political posturing on gas prices this week. Congressman Stephen Palazzo also believes President Biden's anti-domestic energy policies are behind-the-record prices we've all been paying at the pump.
22: Yeah, you know, what's driving our inflation right now is, is the failed policies of the Biden administration, starting uh, with his war on energy, on American energy. So we have to drill here, we have to drill now, get the prices down.
18: He also wants to secure the southern border.
22: Stopping the flow of these deadly drugs that are killing our children at record levels because of the Chinese fentanyl-laced um, operations that are being run out of Mexico. Uh, stop the pedophiles and the, and the, and the felons uh, and just stop the invasion at our southern border.
18: He says if we don't do it fast, we're all going to turn into a border state. And that's not something he wants for a Mississippi. For more Mississippi news, go to supertalk.fm.
8: The Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation celebrates 100 years in 2022. If you're not sure what that means for you, did you know we led the largest initiative to keep local governments from taking your private property through eminent domain? We are more than agriculture. We are what's best for all Mississippi. The Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation, 100 years of faith, family and Farm Bureau. Become a member today at MSFB.org.
3: Helping Mississippians with disabilities prepare for the job market as well as live independently in their homes and communities, this is what we do at the Mississippi Department of Rehab Services. Hi, I'm Chris Howard, Executive Director. The resources provided through our office helps families by providing things like personal care attendance, home modifications, career guidance and counseling, job supports, and so much more. You'll never know how we might be able to help you until you connect with us. Please visit mdrs.ms.gov to find an office closest to you.
18: The actor best known for his roles in Goodfellas and Field of Dreams has passed away.
3: As far back as I can remember, I always wanted to be a gangster.
18: Frey Liotta passed away in his sleep in the Dominican Republic, where he was filming a new movie, Dangerous Waters. Liotta was 67 years old, and Southern Miss is well represented in the Conference USA End of Regular Season Awards. Beginning with Scott Berry, the longtime Golden Eagles skipper was named Conference USA Coach of the Year for the fourth time in his career, while pitching coach Christian Ostrander was named Assistant Coach of the Year after guiding the pitching staff to the nation's second-best ERA. Ostrander's ace, Tanner Hall, was awarded the league's Pitcher of the Year honor after a 7-2 season on the mound. On top of the individual awards, the Golden Eagles had a total of five players named to an all-conference team. For all things sports news and more in the Magnolia State, head on over to supertalk.fm.
0: Join Mississippi's handyman, Buddy Slowick, every Saturday from 10 till noon as he broadcasts live from the Mississippi Construction Education Foundation Studio. Whether you're looking to learn a trade or expand your skills,
16: contact MCEF today. Trustmark is the bank that fits you to a... T. You can bank right on your phone or... A tablet. With the My Trustmark
18: app. Our mortgage lenders will help you buy your dream
21: two-story tutor
18: and trustmark tailored wealth offers tried and true advice that makes transforming your future a piece of d- uh toast
10: nice dark,
18: trustmark
1: people you trust advice that works member fdic equal housing lender Prime Shrimp is a proud sponsor of Tasty Tuesday on Good Things with Rebecca Turner. Go to PrimeShrimp.com to get pre-seasoned, easy-to-cook shrimp delivered straight to your door.
13: To all the folks in the Capital City metro area, love to have you join me tomorrow morning, 6-9, Gallo Show. will start your day the informed way. Super Talk Mississippi 97.3.
0: Sports Talk Mississippi. Super Talk Mississippi.
4: Sports Talk Mississippi with you back on this Thursday afternoon starting the 4 o'clock hour on the Farm Bureau phone line. Check out favorites.com and go with the home team at Mississippi Farm Bureau. A familiar name... Especially to Southern Miss fans, Jason Muns joins us uh, right now. And uh, Jason, I feel like I should start by telling you that when we mentioned in the uh, the first hour of the show uh, that you were coming on, we immediately had a bunch of messages on the Ceasefire text line from folks saying thank you to Jason. Please tell him how much we appreciated the coverage, some local coverage of the Conference USA baseball tournament, and uh, and particularly of Southern Miss. So people were excited that you were back in Hattiesburg. Uh for, for whatever amount of time that is.
23: Well, the feeling is mutual. <laughs> I uh I lived here for right at twenty years and um and yeah, it's 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 more or less uh uh still in a lot of ways it's home. There's a lot of roots here and uh and so yeah, it's always a good time to uh to get back and and visit with uh some friendly faces and uh and all that good stuff. So, this just a freelance
4: assignment for for you, still covering Memphis and working in the Memphis area. No,
23: it's it's uh, it's technically part of my, I guess, part of my job. So, you know, the same company that owns the paper that I work for, the uh, Commercial Appeal, also owns the Hattiesburg American. And uh, over the last few years, there's been sort of this effort to regionalize um, a lot of the sports departments around the southeast. Uh, and, and, um, so they, uh, they're between beat writers down here. And, um, uh, when I heard that, I kind of raised my hand and said, Hey, you know, uh, I'll, you know, I, I became a volunteer and, uh, you know, they, they were more than happy to take me up on it. And, uh, so yeah, that's kind of how it came about. So not, not exactly freelance, but, uh, definitely, uh, not, not my full-time deal.
4: I uh, understand. It could be that, uh, you're spending a lot of time in Hattiesburg over the, uh, the next few weeks if that opportunity presents itself as well. Let's dive in right. and talk about yesterday, which was kind of a strange day. Like, uh, uh not unlike the SEC tournament, uh, a couple of states over or one state over in Hoover, uh, weather issues kind of plaguing the early days of the tournament. Have we gotten past all the weather? Does it look like smooth sailing from here on out at the Conference USA tournament?
23: Yeah, I was actually just talking to some, uh, uh, folks within the administration and, and the some officials uh, like uh, facilities uh, uh, people here and um, I know that uh, the uh, person who usually is here when bad weather is expected is not here today um, <laughs> so that's good uh, news I think the, uh, yeah definitely I think the forecast is really really uh, um, uh, optimistic for the rest of this weekend. All
4: right, so let's talk about last night's game. Southern Miss-UAB, they played in Birmingham about a month ago, maybe it was three weeks ago, and UAB played really, really well. Scott Barry told us that UAB had a better plan pitching his team than anybody else they played. They didn't get a lot of good swings off. It was a low-scoring game last night, but Southern Miss gets the, uh, the dramatic home run late. They win it 4-3. to three. And it feels like winning that first game in a conference tournament is, is such a big deal. You can kind of exhale a little bit, and maybe some of the pressure, especially playing it in your home ballpark, kind of goes away a little bit after that.
23: Yeah, and not only that, I mean, you know, they were supposed to play at 4 o'clock yesterday. They were supposed to start at 4, and the weather pushed it back to like a 9 first pitch. And so, you know, you, you add that to whatever circumstances that go along with, You know, a a tournament opening game and um, playing the the, the team that took two out of three from you earlier on the road. Uh, You know, you kind of you kind of add that all together, and you're right. It it, it's a tricky, you know, it can be a tricky situation. But um, no, I mean, outside of a couple of mistakes from Tanner Hall uh, that that ended up over the wall, uh, lucky for him. They were there was nobody on base, so there was some damage control um, in that way uh, from him. Um, But you know, outside of that, uh, there really wasn't much to uh, to complain about. If you're a Southern Miss fan, I mean, I think only two of the three runs that UAB scored were actually earned. Um, So I think USM committed one error. But yeah, I mean, they swung the bats pretty well. Uh, They left I think nine or. 11 men on base or something like that that's another little quibble but they they you know they won they they at the end of the day at the end of the day that's all that matters.
4: Jason what was the vibe like in the ballpark? Obviously the uh this is the end of the road for Southern Miss in in conference USA um there may be some nostalgia there. I don't think there's any any sadness about leaving because they're excited about where they're headed but conference tournament yeah, night game that that tension that we were just talking about of, of game 1 of the tournament a pretty good crowd it looked like.
23: It was a really nice crowd, and not only that, they were into it. Boy, I mean, like as I said before, it started at nine twenty-two, but it was it was a uh, it was a it was a good crowd. It was a lively crowd, um, and and you know I think part of that was aided by the fact that there was some uh, tensions got a little bit high. Uh, in the early going, there was some, there was a lot of chirping going on back and forth, even as early as the first inning, and I think that helped get the crowd going. Um, but yeah, no, they, it was a, it was a good game. It was a tight game. It was a back and forth game, and I think that kept the crowd, um, into it. And yeah, I mean, like, that's the thing about Southern Miss, like, you know, I'm sure everybody has seen the numbers that have been put out in recent days. They are, what, 10th? Uh, in the country this year, an average home attendance. Which yeah. the only teams that uh, had better numbers than Southern Miss in that area were SEC, ACC, and Big Twelve teams. Um, that's pretty darn good, if you ask me, uh, for for uh, for Southern Miss. I mean, they they love their baseball here, and um, for good reason. You know, it's a team that's seventh in the country in RPI and really, really rolling.
4: Yeah, no, no question about that. Uh, tell me a little bit more about that sequence. There's a balk that's called on on BYU. You have the the catcher, or BYU on, on UAB. Uh, UAB's yep. catcher kind of stands in front of home plate like he's going to keep the runner from scoring, even though it was a balk call. Casey Dunn gets ejected. What, what was the? Uh, take me through that.
23: Yeah. So I asked Carson Tato, who was on third base. Um, who, who eventually <laughs> scored the run after the catcher uh, allowed him to score um, <laughs> yeah there was a there, there was a, I, I think UAB thought the that, that it wasn't a balk. and you know as I said before, there had been some testy moments uh, some you know some chippiness um, pretty much from the outset. Dustin Dickerson, the second batter of the game for Southern Miss, uh, kind of got into it a little bit. Um, with UAB's catcher. I think he was running a little hot under the collar for some reason. Uh, and yeah, in the fourth inning, they call the balk. Carson Peto trots home. The catcher for like at the last minute takes two steps up the line, and Peto kind of gives him a little bit of a shoulder on his, uh, he, you know, he, he kind of sidesteps him and gives him a little bit of a shoulder on the way around him. And, uh, it, it begins to get, Really chippy at that point. Uh, the coach comes out. He's arguing. He's ejected. He didn't realize he'd been ejected. He goes back to the dugout, finds out he's been tossed, comes back <laughs> out for more. Uh, and, and the whole time the Southern Miss crowd is, 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 you know, giving him heck. And so, uh, it, it was, it was really, really, uh, uh, kind of an oddly, um, spicy, spicy night here uh, at P. Taylor Park. That's so much better,
4: though, than if it's just, like, milk toast.
23: Yes. Oh, no. I mean, like, yeah, if you, if you, if you have to have one or the other, uh, again, I mean, like, Southern Miss has long been known. Like, when I was a student here uh, back in the early 2000s, I would come to some games, and, uh, like, when Corky Palmer was the coach, and, I mean, you talk about down that third baseline, I mean, like those some of those poor third basemen and, and third base coaches for opposing teams. I mean, it, it was brutal. Like it, it could get really, really ruthless to the point where I think Corky Palmer finally had to uh, like say something, uh, you know, to calm to, to, to <laughs> calm some people down uh, a little bit. And since then, it has been it has been much more, um, I guess, uh, tempered. Uh, but still, but still, very, very passionate uh, uh, fans here at Southern Miss, and you know, I mean, I think part of that is the fact that Southern Miss has been really good. This is the sixth year in a row that they've won forty or more games. Uh, sixth year in a row, they're going to make a regional. Um, so, you know, when you when you build a winner, when you build a culture like this, then the fans are going to feel emboldened to, uh, to to really make it tough. On the opponent, and uh, you know, the Golden Eagles have kind of helped them help them uh, earn that right.
4: Yeah, certainly a, a great home field advantage. Hey, only about thirty seconds left. Hurston Waldrop bumped up. He's going to start tomorrow against UTSA. Uh, was there any rationale as to why they pushed him up a day?
23: Yeah, I actually talked to Kristen Ostrander the pitching coach, um, earlier this afternoon, and basically what he told me was by play, by pitching uh, Hurston today. It was all done with how the rotation would shake out for the regional. Okay. Um, they, they feel better about Hunter Riggins pitching on short rest if if he has to than Hurston Waldrop. So this, Makes is to, uh, this is an opportunity to this uh, is an opportunity to have Hurston um, have a full rest if you know once he gets back on the mound for the regional.
4: Jason, great to have you back in Mississippi, even if it's for a short time. Thanks so much for your time today.
23: All right, thank y'all.
4: Jason Munns, covering Southern Miss and Conference USA's tournament for the Hattiesburg American, also writes the...
8: From the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations serving you, they're in Ridgeland on 51 North and in Brandon at 209 Woodgate Drive. Crossgates, Gates Column at 601-605-4443. Looking good so far, just some minor delays. 20 westbound at the stack there at Gallatin. Also still seeing some delays, 49 north and southbound between Harper and the turn at Old 49. This update brought to you by Smith Brothers Body Shop, the best for most of you. Call Smith Brothers, 601-353-5217.
20: This is Michael Guest. I'm honored to serve as your congressman. The National Right to Life Committee has given me a 100% pro-life score. And the Susan B. Anthony list has given me an A-plus rating for my work in Congress on pro-life issues. Now more than ever, it's important we speak up for the unborn and support the right to life. I'm Michael Guest. I approve this message, and I ask for your vote on June 7th. Paid for by friends of Michael Guest. Protect your home and office with Havard Pest Control, a family-owned and operated business for
2: 75 years. Havard provides termite and pest services with free quotes, low-monthly payments, free recalls, and unmatched customer service. For more information, visit HavardPest.com.
11: This is Joe Rooks for do-it-yourselfers or seasoned pros. Revelace is
19: the
20: place to go. This is Smokey Williamson. If it has to do with keys, Ace Hardware can help. We cut house and office keys, we can rekey locks in the store. And in some stores, we can even key alike padlocks. At Revel Ace, we program automobile keys and fobs for most makes and models for much less than the dealer. There's a Revel Ace hardware near you. Come see us.
16: Learn more at RevelHardware.com. Deli, serving giant sandwiches, award-winning rib plates, and original recipe catfish with a family-friendly atmosphere. Open 1030 a.m. to 8 p.m. Monday through Friday. Brisco Deli, we have something for everyone. Located just off Pearson Road on Phillips Lane in Pearl. Come see us.
13: Gabo here with a special invitation to join us weekly morning, 6 to 9. Breaking news, quick shots, analysis, all right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. You're number one for Sports Talk. Anyone?
7: Anyone? A- anyone?
0: Come on, don't be shy. Sports Talk, Mississippi. Bingo, man, bingo. Super Talk, Mississippi.
4: Apparently, 100 days from the first full Saturday of college football is the day that uh, everybody has decided that's when you drop all the the game times. You get the entire first month of the season from ABC and ESPN and Fox has put some out there and CBS has put some out there. We got another set of game times today, and these stink. I mean, they're terrible. They are the game times and the dates for the college football playoff postseason schedule. Hey, Dad, these are
5: brutal. Uh, I thought you're talking about just like the regular stuff, yeah? No, th- 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 those are not not great. Not great. The Orange Bowl, the Orange Bowl,
4: is Friday, December thirtieth, which is actually not a terrible time slot for them. The night game at either seven thirty or eight o'clock Eastern on Friday, December thirtieth. But the Orange Bowl is supposed to be played on New Year's Day. But it's not. It's going to be played on Friday night. But that is better than the Sugar Bowl. (laughs) The Sugar Bowl will be played on Saturday, December 31st. That is New Year's Eve. With an 11 a.m. Central Time kickoff.
5: That's disgusting. the the images we're going to get of hungover fans will last a lifetime.
4: 11 a.m. Central on New Year's Eve for the Sugar Bowl. Come on. And, oh, by the way, because it worked so well last time, let's do it all over again. Let's play two college football playoff semifinals on New Year's Eve.
5: The worst ratings. In, fa- in fairness, we got New Year's Day is a Sunday. I know the NFL That's is the not NFL. giving that one up. There's not a lot you can do there. This is this is this is more about that than anything else. I, I understand. New
4: Year's Eve is no good. No, it's not. It's not good. Play them on Monday the second when everybody's going to be taking a holiday. Oh wait. You can't do that because the Rose Bowl would pitch a fit because the Rose Bowl is going to be played on Monday, January 2nd, which everybody will be taking as a holiday at 4 o'clock in the afternoon, Central Time, 2 o'clock on the West Coast. So you've got two college football playoff semifinals, the Peach Bowl and the Fiesta Bowl. Those are the semifinal sites this year. So in Atlanta, you will either get four Eastern – or 8 Eastern, and then in Phoenix you'll get 4 Eastern or 8 Eastern. and It'll depend on who's sent where. My guess would be that the Peach Bowl ends up being earlier and the Fiesta Bowl is a little bit later. That would make more sense. I don't know that necessarily it will play out that way. I guess it's just going to kind of depend on... I mean, they can wriggle that around for TV. Right. Cotton Bowl is Monday afternoon, January 2nd, noon, central time. And then the Rose Bowl is new is at uh, four Central on Monday, January second, as well. National Championship game this year in Los Angeles, where they care so much about college football on Monday, January 9th.
5: Well, you know, Lincoln Riley is going to have USC in the national title game there, so that'll be they'll be fired up. Man, that whole
4: schedule is a big old stinking pile of dog poo.
5: It's awful. Tell me how you really feel. I'm I mean, telling really you feel.
4: exactly how I feel.
5: Yeah, it's not great.
4: The Sugar it really does go Bowl to at
5: eleven AM on New Year's Eve. I mean New Year's Eve, eleven A.M. bowl game, and I thought, okay, what's that? The Mining Key Car Care Bowl? What what bowl are we watching here? We're, we're watching, watching Western, Western like- Michigan take on <laughs> take on Ball State? Is that what we're watching? No, we're gonna it's watch the, the Sugar bowl.
4: And Eater bowl. Oh, wait. No, it's yeah, another we're, one we're, in the state no, of Louisiana.
5: We're we're, we're going to watch, you know, in all likelihood, if you said, Brian, make a guess, we're going to watch Georgia against, you know, Oklahoma State or something, a really decent Baylor. matchup, Baylor, and there, that's what we're going to get. Wait, that's, you don't have, That's not you have, right.
4: You have Georgia not in the college football playoff.
5: As we sit here today, no, I don't have them in the college football
4: So playoff. only one SEC team in? Alabama. That's the only one. That's that as we sit here today. Yes. All right. So, so who else you got? You got Alabama. You got Ohio State.
5: Ohio State will get in. I think Clemson will bounce back. And then my fourth is to be determined. I don't have it. I don't have the feel for that one just yet. You're going Lincoln Riley and the Bullies. It could happen. I'm just. It could happen.
4: T Tax Line. I agree with Richard. That schedule starts with a. <laughs> I don't know if I starts with a big old fat S and ends with a big old fat T. Yeah. <laughs> Will Haydad be up at eleven?
5: You know, you have started this 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 trend, this belief that I sleep ridiculously late. I don't. I really it's don't. It's Saturday. I don't 11 is really late. I'm usually out of bed by 9 on a Saturday. Okay. Somebody
4: says uh in New Orleans that blows uh Georgia is losing to Mississippi State.
5: Love the enthusiasm. This they could easily lose to Mississippi State and and still be 11 and one, but you know
4: This person also sent us a message. uh, They do not agree with you, by the way. So listen to these two messages. This one came 20 minutes ago, and then you just got Georgia is losing to Mississippi State. Make these things dovetail. I don't know if this has been discussed, but Mississippi State is losing against Arizona in September. I've been a Mississippi State fan my whole life, and nothing good ever happens playing out west late at night. We will go out there in front of a packed-out, loud crowd of fans who are excited for a resurgence of a program, play flat and lose. Oh, and the refs will be awful and make a call that will cost us the game. And he followed that message up with Mississippi State is beating Georgia.
5: couple of things. If Mississippi State beats Georgia, I'll bet anything they also beat Arizona. I might even eat my hat, Rhino. <laughs> but sec- Wait, but was that secondly- definitive or was that just possible? Well, it's possible. I can't. I can't know one before the other. Georgia is late in the season. Arizona's week two. Um, but secondly, when has State played out west twice BYU, in my life? That I can twice against BYU. They're one and one. Okay, Oregon. I forgot about Oregon. They just got crushed that game. Had nothing to do with the refs. That team was terrible. State was no good that year. So I mean, wasn't that anyway, BYU game? Wasn't we, there a questionable call or two in that one? The, the one that State lost in 16, mm-hmm. I mean, there may have been. You may be thinking of the oh one one game in Starkville where the officials were just god-awful. But, I, you know, I, I just think if State's going to beat, if you tell me State's going to beat Georgia, I would imagine they also beat Arizona. Yeah, but, I mean, we always talk about there's one that they probably should where they don't. Uh, the, if the Mike Leach game happens in week two, Richard, they're gonna be some upset, angry Mississippi State fans. Upset and angry, I promise you. So,
4: no scenario where that game is a loss for Mississippi State, where people are not irate.
5: Yeah, I would. Yeah, I would say so. Okay. I mean, Arizona won like one game last year. I mean, I know they're improving. I don't think it's a gimme game by any stretch of the imagination. But you better win it. Okay. You can't you can't be one and one. After Wade last season finished, you can't be one and one. You got you need to be two and zero oh when you put out of Baton Rouge.
4: So you're chalking up Memphis as a win in Week One, right? If you said make a prediction today, yes, I would say yes to that. I mean Arizona, they they legitimately did go one and eleven last year. Yeah, they beat Cal ten to three on November sixth. Lost to BYU close, got drummed by San Diego State, lost by two to Northern Arizona. I believe that's the Lumberjacks. Got popped pretty good by Oregon on the road, doubled up by UCLA, smoked by Colorado, close loss to Washington, touchdown loss to USC, beat Cal, single-digit loss to Utah, just absolutely crushed by Washington State. And then they lost the Territorial Cup, I believe it is, 38-15 right. to Arizona State. It was not a good year for Jed Fish, I believe.
5: Jed Fish, his first year, yeah.
4: That's not really how you want year one to go. No. So, will they bear down in the desert? and make it hard for Mississippi State, or will it go the other way?
5: It'll be fun. We'll talk about the time for that game a little later in the show.
4: Yes, we will. We will. But when we come back, we will visit with our friend Ross Dellinger from Sports Illustrated, who just keeps churning out compelling content.
9: Move a when I say go, Jess, I'll Shake your leg and do the mess around. I do the mess around.
12: From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, a 30% chance of rain under partly cloudy conditions, high near 81. Tonight, mostly clear, low around 59. Your finally Friday, sunny skies, high only to 81. And a look to Saturday, sunny conditions, high near 85. This weather forecast has been brought to you by our friends at RJ's Outboard Sales and Service at 1208 Old Fannin Road. RJ's Outboard Sales and Service, your Yamaha Outboard dealer in Brandon.
11: Hi, I'm David Frederick, owner of Frederick's Sales and Service in Brandon. For more than 27 years, we've been selling and servicing Exmark mowers here in central Mississippi. Whether you have a city lot, a country estate, or a large institutional property, Exmark has a mower to fit your needs. I invite you to come by and check out all of what Exmark and Frederick's has to offer. With special financing available, we have mowers in stock and ready for you. Frederick's Sales and Service, the choice in outdoor equipment, serving you since 1993.
14: This is Michael Cassidy, Republican candidate for Congress here in Mississippi's 3rd District. While inflation and illegal immigration are hurting Mississippi families, Congressman Guest has different priorities. He joined Biden and Pelosi and voted to send 53 billion of your tax dollars to Ukraine. Ukraine is not in our national interest, but fighting inflation and illegal immigration are. And when elected, they will be my priorities. I'm Michael Cassidy, America First Republican for Congress, and I brief this message.
1: Paid for by Michael Cassidy for Congress.
12: Harley Equipment and Gluckstadt is excited that grass-cutting season has finally arrived. Harley has a large selection of in-stock scat zero-turns, walk-behinds, and stand-on mowers. And Skag mowers are known for being simply the best in the lawn equipment industry. Skag has the mowing machine to meet your needs with a variety of models to choose from for whatever size property you might have. Skag is offering 0% financing and no money down, so buying a new mower has never been easier. Hartley Equipment in Gluckstadt. Find us on Facebook or give us a call, 601-499-0944. This is
9: owner Cameron Hartley reminding you that when it comes to your lawn and outdoor equipment needs, shop smartly, shop Hartley.
18: Shipping. It's Alyssa Arbuckle, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. Senator Roger Wicker accused Democrats of political posturing on gas prices this week. Congressman Stephen Palazzo also believes President Biden's anti-domestic energy policies are behind the record prices we've all been paying at the pump.
22: You know what's driving our inflation right now is is the failed policies of the biden administration starting uh, with his war on energy on american energy so we have to drill here we have to drill now get the prices down
18: he also wants to secure the southern border
22: stopping the flow of these deadly drugs that are killing our children at record levels because of the Chinese fentanyl-laced um, operations that are being run out of Mexico, uh, stop the pedophiles and the and the, and the felons, uh, and just stop the invasion at our southern border.
18: He says if we don't do it fast, we're all going to turn into a border state, and that's not something he wants for a Mississippi. For more Mississippi news, go to supertalk.fm.
13: Swing in to sponsoring the Sanderson Farm Championship, Mississippi's largest professional sporting event, September 26th through October 2nd. Entertain your clients or prospects, reward your employees, all from a skybox on the 18th green. Got to hurry. These affordable Sanderson Farm Championship packages are available through June 15th. Visit Sponsorsfc.com today to learn more. That's Sponsorsfc.com.
0: It's time to get real. Real Sports Talk for Mississippi. It's time for you to get real with it. Sports Talk Mississippi continues on Super Talk Mississippi.
4: It's deli-deli time on Sports Talk Mississippi. Farm Bureau phone line, check out favorites.com and go with the home team, Mississippi Farm Bureau. Ross Dellinger joins us from Sports Illustrated. Ross, if I were your boss, I would give you some time off. You've been churning out so much compelling content, I would say you deserve some time off, but you can't take it just quite yet because we have no idea what is going to emerge at SEC meetings in uh, in Destin, and you probably got to work that before you take any time off. What's up, my man?
24: Yeah, I do. I'll be I'll be in Destin, um but you know, it's not the worst place to be in the world, Destin, Florida uh in May.
4: You are uh you are not wrong. Um let's start with uh, I guess the piece that came out earlier this week with um there was a lot of content there, but I thought the scheduling model was the uh the most interesting piece of this, the fact that they're seems to be a pretty significant divide between the 18 model and the 19 model the 18 model being one permanent and seven rotating opponents the 19 model being three and six where does this thing finish even if it is dead split right down the middle you have a hunch as to where it finishes
24: yeah i, I it is it does kind of feel like it is pretty split down the middle you know like a lot of things in the league with a lot of legislation as you know richard the league is really split into two halves, the kind of the haves and the have nots and it's a pretty good delineation line between them as far as you know their budgets and their their historic kind of athletic success uh and that's where they're split. I think the top of the league would like a nine game schedule. I think the bottom of the league would like an eight game schedule um, normally, as you know, the big boys usually get their way um and I do believe that that probably is what happens here, but I don't think that it's anywhere near uh, done. Um, I, I think there is going to be some probably serious discussion on it in Destin, and um, and it's it's it has been um, from what I've heard a you know a pretty passionate uh, debate. I think among the athletic directors, but I think in the end, probably if it's as split as they are, as I'm led to believe, I think what happens in the end probably is that Greg Sankey probably gets involved a little bit and nudges some school presidents in a certain direction, maybe, Uh, and and that's you know that's maybe how it gets resolved, or maybe he doesn't have to get involved, and maybe two or three ADs kind of. Come over to one side, and, and you have, you know, eleven votes or whatever, uh, mm-hmm. ten votes for for one model or not. it But a lot of things in the league have gone towards the big boys, what they want to do, the top half of the league, and you probably feel like that's where it's headed.
4: Ross, when when you say that it's split right now, obviously athletics directors are representing. <laughs> In a lot of cases, they're football coaches. So are these firmly held beliefs by the ADs, or are these beliefs held by the ADs based on what their football coach is telling them, oh, we got to have this? And and maybe I'm not asking that well. Is there a scenario where you've got ADs that are like, yeah, look, it really probably makes more sense to go to nine, and we're okay with that, but i got to stick up for my guy, and he desperately wants it to be eight instead of nine?
24: I think, I think there's some truth to that. Uh, that ads are uh, just kind of representing the beliefs um, and feelings of their their football coaches. Uh, however, I think there probably is a quite a bit number of ads who, you know, at the at the bottom half of the league who agree with their football coaches in in one eight games because they want that other non conference game, other non conference win. You know, they want that extra win. Uh, and they need that extra win more than maybe the top half of the league. So that's that's one reason I think that some of them could also, you know, feel the feel the same as their coaches do. Um you know, another another issue is that even though it's it's it would probably add value to the league, adding a game um to everybody's schedule, you have more matchups, more bigger matchups, bigger season ticket packages, um you know, more butts in seats, uh, more eyes on the TV, uh, you don't get any more money um, from TV. The the media rights deal, unless it's going to be renegotiated, doesn't have a clause in there where it gives you more for more inventory. Um, so that's something also that I've heard argued, why would we increase if we can't get any more um Money from the TV deal. So, I, I but to get back to your question, I I do believe that some ads also agree with their coaches. But I also think that all all of them probably are are um, representing the the uh, stance of their coaches.
4: I guess moving forward to the uh, the piece that we talked about a lot yesterday that uh, you wrote, uh, basically a Q and A with. Uh, I mean, uh, we talked about normally you write stories, but for for this it made sense to just go Q&A with your questions to Lane Kiffin and and his answers in this conversation and I thought it was really really fascinating we talk all the time about the fact that you know coaches believe one thing privately but they say something else publicly and you just don't get that with Lane Kiffin he tells you what he thinks and he doesn't really care who that bothers was Lane Kiffin in your mind actually representative of what most coaches think just most aren't willing to say it?
24: I, I think a lot of what Lane said has been muttered uh, privately and whispered a lot among coaches and athletic directors. Um, there, So I think most of what he said, most. Uh, there are some things that probably coaches don't agree with him on um, where he's Coming maybe more out of left field, the way he thinks. Like for for instance, he said um, all of the he doesn't you know some some schools and some school collectives, you know, uh, in listening to their coach are paying players nil salaries that are basically even across the board. You know, everybody's getting ten thousand, everybody's getting fifty thousand, everybody gets the same. He doesn't believe that's how it should be. And I think that probably is something that a lot of coaches disagree with. A lot of coaches, to avoid locker room issues, want collectives to pay their players equally. Um, Everybody kind of gets the same cut. So that's something that probably Lane is on an island on somewhat. But a lot of the other stuff um, is stuff that's just yeah been been whispered or privately talked about for a while, and Lane just said – what the heck time to speak on the record about this. I'm glad he chose me to do it. And like you said, usually I would write stories. But yeah, this one, as I was transcribing, um, this one was was one where I just wanted to put his words uh, down and and let him do the talking.
4: Ross Dellinger, Sports Illustrated, visiting with us on the Farm Bureau phone line. I'm trying to juxtapose, uh, Lane uh, Kiffin clearly holds Nick Saban in very, very high regard. And his comments were, you know, Nick Saban never going to retire, they've got all the advantages in the world, and now they've got more. And yet I've actually heard some people behind the scenes who I think would know say that Alabama is is kind of far behind in the NIL game. Not to say that they can't catch up, not to say that they can't get it all rolling and capitalize on their success on the field, but that Alabama currently is not in the same place that Georgia is, that Texas A&M is, that Texas is. H- have you heard that? Do, do you believe that to be true, or is that maybe, maybe a little off?
24: Well, I... I- I think there's some truth to that. And I I think uh, what happened last week probably is is evidence of that. Um, You know, it was kind of overshadowed. During the whole Nick Saban, Jimbo Fisher spat, something overshadowed was that Nick Saban was speaking in Birmingham in front of business people, donors, Alabama donors and boosters. And I think he was just using Deion Sanders and, and Jimbo Fisher as uh, uh, using them as a tool to um, try to do what what a lot of coaches are trying to do, Lane included, and that is rally his boosters and donors to this cause and make them realize if we don't get in the game, we're going to get left behind. And so I think I think there is some truth to that. That's why you know there was a lot of surprising things in what Lane said, but one of them was that you know. That he thinks that Alabama has this big advantage, and maybe they will, as you mentioned. But certainly, they have been lapped um, early on on this in this NIL by places like AM in Miami and, and you mentioned Georgia and, and probably Tennessee too.
4: Last thing, for you. you've only got a minute left. I wish we had twenty more minutes to uh, to talk about this. Can, can you give me? A rational reason as to why Jimbo is pushing back so hard on the idea that NIL was a big part of their signing class, as opposed to embracing it.
24: Yeah, I I wish I could. I I don't understand, and I'm gonna I'm going to um, frequent uh, or frequent. I'm going to visit College Station later this summer, and I'll be interested to ask that because I don't understand why you just don't lean into it at this point. It's virtually legal. Um, basically, and so yeah, I mean, I don't know why you just don't kind of lean into it, and the way he's fighting it is just kind of weird to me, but yeah. um, you know, that's him.
4: He is uh, He's an interesting bird. Look forward to talking to you after Destin next week. Maybe you'll get some time off at some point. Thanks, bud. Alright, bud. Thank you. Ross Dellinger on the Farm Bureau phone line from Sports Illustrated. Just fantastic work.
8: From the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations serving you there in Ridgeland and Brandon, call 601-605-4443 for all of your glass needs. In Rankin County, heavy delays northbound on 25 between 471 and Hollybush. Also seeing heavy delays at the stack 20 westbound from 55 north over to Gallatin, as well as delays 49 south from Interstate Drive to Harper. This update brought to you by Smith Brothers Body Shop, the best from us to you. Call them at 601-353-5217.
16: it's canon time this is dave logan whether it's
6: sales or service our goal at canon neeson of jackson is your complete customer satisfaction we're here for you six days a week learn more at cannonnissanofjackson.com. nobody beats
12: a canon deal
22: nobody open memorial day
0: mississippi forestry association is pleased to offer in-person teachers conservation workshops this june and july These hands-on conservation workshops feature field trips to sawmills, tree farms, and other natural resource sites and prepare educators to use the award-winning Project Learning Tree Curriculum in their classrooms. Workshops are held in North, Central, and South Mississippi and offer CEU credits for Mississippi educators. For more information or to register, go to msforestry.net forward slash tcw.
12: The best made-to-order lunch in Northeast Jackson is at 4th & Gold Sports Cafe. Homestyle plates full of catfish, shrimp, and rib tips, just to name a few. Eat in or carry out, doordash or grubhub. Call 769-208-8283. Once again, 769-208-8283.
0: No other news team covers the Magnolia State, like Supertalk Mississippi News, on air with reports every hour, and breaking news as it happens. Your news all the time, on air and online at supertalk.fm.
2: Tune in to Middays with Gerard Gibbert each weekday, live from the Element Wealth Studios. Is retirement on your mind? Do you have a plan? Go to myelementwealth.com to find your balance between income, growth, and
4: guarantees. Hey, it's Richard Cross from Sports Talk Mississippi. Here's your invitation to join us every Friday at 520 for Food Fridays presented by Polks. In the South, warm weather means more time with family and friends. Whether you're headed to the ballpark, the beach, or just the backyard, be sure you're packing Polks meat products. Grab a package of original garlic and green onion, or my favorite, the Cajun Smoked Sausage. When Polks is on the menu, you're always a winner. Wherever you are, whoever you're with this spring and summer, remember, picky people pick Polks.
0: Arm yourself with everything you need to take on your day. Wake up with Gallo tomorrow on 97.3 FM, Super Talk Mississippi. Or Sports Talk Mississippi, now.
7: now.
4: Dave has an interesting response to the uh, last thing that we talked about with Ross Dellinger visiting with us on the uh, Farm Bureau phone line. You can be a part of the conversation on the Seaspire text line 601 879 4395. Want to give your business the edge? Get gigabit fiber internet from Seaspire Business backed by world class IT experts who live where you do right here in Seaspire country. Check availability now at seaspire.com. Slash business Sports Talk Mississippi brought to you in part by Visit Oxford, who reminds you that this weekend, May 26th through the 29th, actually starting this evening, it's the World Championship Old-Time Piano pe- Playing Contest and Festival. You can come to Oxford. You can join Brian Haydad to take that in over the course of the next few days. Events are happening at the Nut Auditorium and also at the Old Armory Pavilion. And coming up, starting the first Sunday in June, that is June 5th, it is the Summer Sunset Series. It returns this year, June 5th. That's the uh, Yakupatava Arts Council and Thacker Mountain Radio Anniversary Show and a concert that night from Madrick. It is a free concert in the Grove. All of these events... And all the information about stuff happening in Oxford available on the Visit Oxford website, visitoxfordms.com. Or you can follow along on their social platforms, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at visitoxfordms. Dave says this, Jimbo does not lean into it because the next recruit will ask for more. And by saying that, no, we don't pay, it gives him a little more wiggle room in what he is willing and able to pay. I disagree with that, Dave, a little bit because I don't think Jimbo is making those decisions. I think he's aware of what their collective is doing, much to, you know, despite what he tells you. He knows what's going on. But I don't think he's necessarily directing the funds specifically.
5: Right. Right. Again, if he wasn't keeping up with it, if he wasn't monitoring it, and they did something illegal, he could be charged with failure to monitor. That's a major violation. Nobody wants that.
4: That's assuming that the NCAA actually does
5: go through with enforcing an IOL. Right, right. Which you know they they'll try. I don't know if they'll succeed, but they'll try. Anything they to waste mm. some money. This is a really fascinating question. Hey, Dad, what mm-hmm. would be
4: more valuable to one of the quote unquote lower tier or middle tier SEC schools? An easier game. That would help yes. them with bowl eligibility, or a premier game that would fill up the stadium.
5: Bowl eligibility, because you—the you, more you win, the, the more people come to watch you. Yeah. And if you can,
4: generally you, speaking, uh, I, but has I, that dynamic changed? I don't think there's anything that's drawing people to directional.
5: Well, I agree with that, but. Whomever. I just feel like if you're a Mississippi State fan, if you can get a team that's a consistent 7-8-9 win team, you got a better chance of of, of bringing them in than being a consistent 6-win team. But, hey, we're playing Georgia. This is not historically true, though, is it? I mean, like, the, the,
4: the. That Dan Mullen team I mean, when teams states been seven eight nine every year and, and it, the attendance started tapering it, off at the it, end.
5: Well, the attendance twenty seventeen as I recall, and I'm trying to remember back, but the attendance was pretty good that year. And then in eighteen, you know, the first couple games it was good, and then when Morehead started losing games, it started. That's where it started to taper off. I I think if if Mullen had been in Mississippi State in 2018, and that team had done what it was supposed to do and win 10 or 11 games. I don't think attendance would have been an issue that year.
4: Another message says, "So now the truth is out. Nick Saban wasn't kidding. He wasn't using the NIL is, as a recruiting tool. That's why they're behind on the NIL, as you just stated." Yeah, I mean, I I think we made that pretty clear. I mean, we spent so much time talking about Nick Saban and Jimbo Fisher last Thursday when this all happened. It was a week ago today. My yeah. goodness, Texas A and M is beating Florida like a drum. They now lead seven to nothing in the bottom of the sixth inning and just missed a grand slam. Sorry, A and M's playing good baseball right Ain't... now.
5: Yeah, it's a good team. You don't want to play them. Yeah, no, no. no
4: what I was just saying just a second ago though was that I think we made it clear that. It wasn't a warning to everybody else, like so many people kind of lazily put it because that's what they've written about Nick Saban in the past. It was a call to action. It was a. Yeah, it, it may have been a warning, but it wasn't the kind of warning we're used to talking about. It was warning his people. It wasn't warning other people. Yeah. 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 If we're going to keep up, open your checkbook.
5: That's the way it's going to have to be going forward. Your facilities, what they are right now, is probably what they're going to be in 5, 10 years because you need to start getting that money to the players.
4: Sports Talk Mississippi, 5 o'clock hour coming up. That means the college football fix. And, oh, yeah, do you know what today is? Today is day number one. Of 100 teams in 100 days, this day is bananas. B-A-N-A-N-A-S. You don't know, or if you know, you know. If you don't know, you'll find out. We'll be back.
7: You're listening to WFN for Jackson. Jackson, Super to Talk, World. Mississippi by You're your tree professionals Super at Peroni Tree Pros.
0: Online at PeroniTreePros.
21: News. I'm Rich Dennison. New details today about the actions of police and the gunman in this week's school shooting in Texas that left 19 children and two teachers dead.
12: Victor Escalon for the Texas Rangers says despite earlier statements, no person confronted the gunman as he entered the school building.
2: There was not an officer readily available.
21: The decision to enter the building and eventually kill the gunman took another hour. Fox's Evan Brown in Uvalde, Texas. A court today rejecting former President Trump's efforts to avoid testifying in a civil case brought by New York's Attorney General about his business practices, meaning he, along with son Donald Jr. and daughter Ivanka, will be deposed. The former president, in light of the ruling, could face a dilemma. Any facts he gives in a civil deposition could be used against him in a criminal case being pursued by the Manhattan D.A. Fox's Gernal Scott, America's listening to Fox News.
19: along with takeout. Call today or stop in to experience Tico's in the second generation.
21: Tico's Steakhouse, East County Lime Road in Ridgeland, 601-956-1030.
2: Smith Marine has killer boat deals on sale now, featuring Crest Pontoons and Suzuki Motors. Offering thousands of new boats right now along with Suzuki Specials. This is the best time to buy your new or used boat. You'll never find a better deal. Smith Marine, 149 Harbor Drive, Main Harbor Marina
18: in Ridgeland. It's Alyssa Arbuckle and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. Despite a federal judge's ruling last week that kept Title 42 in place at the southern border, illegal crossings remain at record levels.
15: I mean, last month of April, I think it was the highest since DHS was formed in 2002. And even with Title 42 in place, they are still releasing over 100,000 legal aliens into American communities every month. So if Title 42 is lifted, it's just going to double.
18: RJ Haman with the Federation for American Immigration Reform says the Biden administration gutted the Title 42 eligibility.
15: The Biden administration exempted family units, and unaccompanied children from uh, being expelled under Title 42 and only applied to single adults. So that message is still heard loud and clear.
18: The Biden administration plans to appeal the judge's ruling, so the legal battle over Title 42 is far from over. And for your daily coronavirus update, Mississippi is currently averaging 356 cases per day over the last week, which is a 27% increase from two weeks ago.
3: From Memorial Day to Labor Day, the Mississippi Lottery is about to make summer fun again. There's lots to win from Rectech pellet grills and very cool coolers to watercraft and other hot prizes. You don't have to purchase a thing, but you have to be 21 or over. Go to mslotteryhome.com to sign up to be a lottery insider and receive emails with instructions on how to enter the 2022 Summer of Fun promotion. Have fun, y'all. Gambling prom Call 1-800-522-4700.
16: In Mississippi, we look out for one another because that's the Mississippi way. I'll be honest, not long ago, I was unsure about getting the COVID-19 vaccine because I had a lot of questions. And after talking to my health care provider, I got the answers I needed to make an informed decision Decision about protecting myself and my community because that's the Mississippi way. Got questions? Get informed by visiting the MSWay.com or talking to one of the physicians with the Mississippi State Medical Association.
2: A selection Sunday is just three days away. Both D1 Baseball and Baseball America have Ole Miss as one of the last four teams in. Teddy Cahill of Baseball America explains where the Rebels currently stand.
5: Yeah, You know, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be close, But I feel like they're probably going to get in. Uh, You know, we'll see how the bubble shrinks here as, uh, you know, as these tournaments continue. But, you know, there are also teams that are going to go the other way. It's not just teams that are going to come up and and take this, there there are teams that are going to go the other way as well. So we'll see where Miss ends up. But that, the. The stuff at the back end of the field isn't moving that much right now, uh, but that will change over the next couple days as, as team, other teams get eliminated and, and we get some more automatic bids uh, being, being locked in.
2: As for Southern Miss, Cahill believes if the Golden Eagles win the Conference USA Tournament, they have a real shot at being a top eight seed. JT Mitchell, Supertalk Mississippi News.
9: Here in C Country, the best network anywhere is all around you.
1: To good things with me, Rebecca Turner, it's Mississippi's Radio Happy Hour, weekdays from 2 to 3 p.m., right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. Sports
0: Talk Mississippi. Here we, here we go, go. Super Talk Mississippi.
4: Aggies are doing the gritty in Hoover, Alabama. They're three outs away from run rule in Florida. I told you a second ago they almost hit a grand slam. Well, it was just a sack fly. Next guy hit a three-run jack. Austin Boast hit a home run. And uh, Texas A&M up 10-zip on Florida, headed to the top of the seventh inning. The Aggies are the home team. Richard Cross, Brian Haydad, Rhino in today and tomorrow for Michael Borky. We're glad to be with you as we roll in. To the 5 o'clock hour in the Pearl River Resort studio. Pearl River Resort, the home of the Dancing Rabbit Golf Club. You can visit them online at dancingrabbitgolf.com to book your tee time or to book your stay and play trip at Pearl River Resort. That's dancingrabbitgolf.com or pearlriverresort.com. You can be a part of the conversation on the C Spire text line at 601-879-4395. Again, 601 879 Five. Time right now for the college football fix. This day
10: is bananas. Oh. E-A-N-A-N-A-S. This day is bananas.
3: 100 teams in 100 days.
15: Cutdown. Okay, ready. Three, two, one. It's the final
7: countdown.
4: Audible at the line. Omaha. Omaha. We'll go. Day number one of one hundred teams in one hundred days, Brian Haydad, are you excited about beginning the countdown?
5: I am. I am. we, 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 we sort of we didn't do it last year and uh, I felt like we missed out on it. so this is this is this is always fun. today,
4: team number one hundred on the countdown of one hundred teams in one hundred days, one hundred days from today. We get to the opening Saturday of the college football season. The Charlotte 49ers. In a previous life, they were known as UNC Charlotte or North Carolina at Charlotte. They have rebranded themselves. They are simply the Charlotte 49ers, coached by Will Healy. He is considered to be one of the bright young stars in college coaching. You remember, spent a couple of years at, uh, at Austin P. And then made the uh, transition from Austin P to Charlotte. And his name was actually bandied about a couple of years ago. Hey, Dad, we were talking about this earlier today. Yeah. When the Ole Miss job was open and the Rebels hired Lane Kiffin, when the Missouri job was open and they ultimately hired Eli Drinkwitz, Will Healy's name was bounced about. And he's had a little bit of success there, but it has not been just, like, blow-you-away crazy success. They are building – I'm, I'm trying not to sound like I'm talking down when I say this, but they've built a neat little environment around the, the Charlotte football program, and they've gotten the yeah. Charlotte
5: community to kind of buy in a little bit. Yeah, and that's you know sort of what happened with UAB, sort of what happens with these – Big Southern cities that have a the, uh, university there. You know, you, Memphis is another good example of of these teams that you know. It was. It's a process. It's a process. It's a process. So Charlotte is in the early stages of that process. Uh, and Will Healy, like you said, that's a guy who you know has gotten a lot of uh, of uh, interest from in some big jobs. But yeah. you know, his record probably the last two years is probably going to keep him away from that. So that, that's probably good news for Charlotte because he can continue to build that program up. I think we need to say one thing, how we're doing these rankings. Okay. I, I don't want people to think we're just pull, pulling names out of hat. We are going strictly by the ESPN preseason FPI. So Charlotte is number 100 in those rankings. So if a team comes up, you're like, why are you doing them? That's why.
4: That's why we're starting with the Charlotte 49ers. So Will Healy... Has been the head coach at Charlotte since 2019. So 19, 20, 21. This is year number four. He played for a year at Air Force and then transferred to Richmond. He was a quarterback in college. He was an assistant coach at UT Chattanooga. Thank you, Dan Mullen.
11: UT Chattanooga.
4: That's right. Did you guys uh, go against or recruit him? Nick Fitzgerald? Yeah. Yeah. Uh. Three years at Austin P, 0 and eleven in year number one, eight and four in year number two, then five and six, got the Charlotte job seven and six in the first year. COVID year went two and four. Last year five and seven. They've been to one bowl game. That was in twenty nineteen when they went to the Bahamas Bowl and lost it. So this Charlotte team, after what they dealt with a year ago, is Conference USA team. They start on the road against Florida Atlantic, and that is in week zero. That is August 27th. Yeah. Yeah. Then William and Mary, mm-hmm. Bill and Mary on a Friday night at home. Sure. They host Maryland. So Maryland out of the Big Ten coming into Charlotte's house on Saturday, September the 10th. Yeah. Look it's out, Michael Oxley. Yeah. Yeah. Look out to Leah Tongabailoa. And then um, then they go to Georgia State, then they go to Columbia to take on South Carolina, and they stay in their weight class the rest of the way. UTEP, UAB on the road, FIU, Rice on the Road, Western Kentucky, Middle Tennessee, and uh,
5: and Louisiana Tech. You know who's not on that schedule? Southern Miss. No, they're going to the be playing in a uh, in a different conference this year. Yeah,
4: yeah, they, they will will they should, will, so. will not be on uh, on That's, Charlotte's schedule.
5: You know, I mean, just looking at it, Maryland, South Carolina, they're going to lose those games. They'll beat West William and Mary, and then everything else feels like you know, in Conference USA, toss ups at worst. They, they 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 could have a little breakthrough season, maybe a seven eight win year. Okay, all right, so
4: um. I'll so, let you take this one. I think Patrick Antupelo says, might help us if you tell us dumb people what
5: FPI means. Why do I have to take it? I'm don't. i I'm one of the dumb people. Doesn't it mean football power index? hmm Is that what it is? Yeah, football yeah, power a, index just, from
4: ESPN is a formula that is based largely yeah. on returning stats.
5: Yes. So if you've got a lot of them, you can expect to be pretty high in the FPI. Famous alumni. This is my favorite part of this. You love this part. I'm going to give you... I'm gonna give you three, and then a bonus one here. Number one, I'm excited. It's a pro wrestler. It's Matt Hardy. Number two, Clay Aiken, the Charlotte oh. proud Charlotte alum. Oh, number the three, yeah, number three, one of the great uh, basketball players of the '80s, Cedric Maxwell, cornbread Maxwell, great one. And then the bonus one. Do you know uh, what's his name here? Bobby Lutz. Uh, tell me more. Should I? He's a, a is he an assistant basketball coach at Ole Miss, or an associate AD for the? Says currently a associate AD for the Ole Miss bat, men's basketball team. He may have been the guy that they just hired to kind okay. of
4: run basketball relations. Okay. Well, he went to Charlotte.
5: There you go. Returning your, starting quarterback.
4: They got a red shirt senior quarterback. Look out! Some experience last year. Chris Reynolds. Through 26 touchdowns and 9 interceptions. He completed 64% of his passes for just shy of 2,700 yards. Averaged 244 yards passing a game. So experience at the quarterback position. Playing in a league that is somewhat manageable. A couple of opportunities against Power 5 teams with Maryland coming to their place and going on the road to South Carolina. The Charlotte 49ers are team number 100. On the countdown of 100 teams in 100 days. And tomorrow, team number 99 on the Football Power Index. Not only will you get the uh, This Day is Bananas, we'll mix in a fight song tomorrow as well. Hey, Dad, do you want to you spoil it?
5: No. Just know that you need to be here to the top of the uh, 5 o'clock hour, and we'll be talking about that.
4: I hear you. There might have been a clue in that if you were paying close attention. Team number ninety-nine coming up tomorrow, and uh, it might be a two segment.
5: It might be a two segment preview tomorrow. Um, Yeah, I agree with that. We got a lot of college football left to talk about today, though. We got times. We got all sorts of stuff, man. We
4: absolutely do. Let's do times schedule release stuff when we uh, when we come back. I think that'll be All good. Right. G- give me one little nugget that you like to uh, to wrap up. For, for Charlotte or for the Times? Well, uh, just, you know, we got a, we got about a minute left until the break. Or I could do this. I could let you know that uh, you can join Super Talk's Gerard Gibbert on do location Wednesday, June 1st, for the ribbon cutting for the Center for Applied Engineering on the Oxford High School campus. It's a celebration of career technical education in the Oxford School District. You can find them behind Oxford High School on Charger Loop, just east of Highway 7 at the Sisk Avenue exit. That is coming up next Wednesday. And then next Thursday, you can join Gerard as he broadcasts live from the Civil Rights Museum in downtown Jackson from 10 to 1, hosted by Empower Mississippi, Unleash Mississippi. We'll be talking with state and national leaders about tackling the Magnolia State's biggest challenges. Speakers include Governor Tate Reeves, Speaker of the House. Philip Gunn and many others to focus on these challenges. The event will be held Thursday, June 2nd at the two museums, Civil Rights Museum, and we'll begin at one. Tickets are free, but they're going fast. Register attend today at empowerms.org. College football fix when we come back.
8: From the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations serving you in Ridgeland and Brandon, call 601-605-4443. Still heavy delays northbound on 25 between 471 and Hollybush in Rankin County. Uh, south of Pearl, look for delays 469 at Deep Street. Also seeing delays in Richland 49 southbound from Interstate Drive down to Harper. This update brought to you by River Trust Federal Credit Union, the place to refinance your auto loan, home loan, or apply for low-interest signature loans at River Trust Federal Credit Union.
21: Ben Nelson Golf & Outdoor is now offering easy-go units with maintenance-free elite lithium batteries and an unprecedented eight-year warranty with unbeatable energy efficiency. Only at Ben Nelson Golf & Outdoor. Exit 114 in Gleickstead or online at binnelson.com
10: This portion of Sports Talk Mississippi is sponsored by Coleman-Taylor Transmission, servicing Central Mississippi for over 60 years. Their ASE-certified technicians offer dependable transmission services, a warranty, and record services. Call Coleman-Taylor today for all your transmission needs.
2: That's right, come get more strange savings now at Ridgeland Mitsubishi. We're giving you more savings, more selection, and more affordable payments every single day, period. Right now, pay only $249 per month on new 2022 Mitsubishi Mirages. That's only $249 per month. And with gas prices being so high, the Mirage's 40 MPGs will keep more cash in your pocket. Plus, you can buy with confidence with a 20-year, 250,000-mile powertrain warranty from Ridgeland Mitsubishi. Think you can't get approved? Think again. Our crash specialists are standing by to get you approved today. Because 100% credit approval is our number one goal. And we'll give you more for your trade even if you don't buy a new one from us. So come in today for more spring savings at Ridgeland Mitsubishi when nobody walks away because everybody saves. 1860 East County Line Road. Call 896-9600 today or visit RidgelandMitsubishi.com. Remember, you're approved at Ridgeland Mitsubishi.
13: Mitsubishi Mirage 10% down to
2: for
14: 72 months. again for the for credit.
18: Register now for Mississippi Aquarium's Camp Aqua Investigators. Campers will participate in hands-on experiments and experience animal
16: encounters. This summer, campers will take an in-depth look into the different species of animals that call Mississippi Aquarium home. Sign up now for Camp Aqua Investigators, June 13th
18: through July 8th. For more information, visit msaquarium.org.
20: Access to quality health care is essential to building a healthier and stronger Mississippi. At Amerigroup, we're doing everything we can to make that a reality. So far, we've invested over $3 million to support Mississippi communities. We also bring more than 30 years of experience partnering with state Medicaid programs throughout the country. This is just the beginning of Amerigroup's commitment to enrich the lives of every Mississippian. Learn more at AmerigroupMS.com.
3: This is Ben Shapiro reminding you to listen to The Ben Shapiro Show weekday nights starting at 9 p.m. here on 97.3 Super Talk Jackson.
0: Here comes more Sports Talk Mississippi.
10: You ready, guys?
0: On Super Talk Mississippi.
5: We could recreate this. We could we could do this video. It's just two guys. Do you have yeah. a trumpet? Are you a trumpeter? I, you know what? I might. My my wife was uh, played the trumpet in the famous Maroon band. So, oh, I'm sure we can get a trumpet. Mm. There we
6: go. Rhino do you play the trumpet? No, I don't have the right, quite the right
5: omniture for it. I'm more of a tuba guy. Oh, I, I gotta look. I gotta look up a word real quick. Hold on one second. <laughs> the um, omniture. I, I, how do you? Is I don't think I spelled it correctly either. So uh, I don't. The know shape what I mean. of your
6: mouth when you go <laughs> into the brass instrument.
4: Hey, <laughs> right, we got Hey Dad Belly laughing. It's a belly laugh for Hey Dad. Headphones off, and he's giggling. He's giggling. Any of that. The uh, the Sanderson Farms Championship is coming your way September 26th through October 2nd. Sports Talk Mississippi will be there. We will look forward to that. You can be there well uh, as well. And if you've got clients that you are looking to entertain or perhaps employees that you are looking to reward, why don't you entertain in a skybox at the Sanderson Farms Championship. Enjoy a climate-controlled venue with all-inclusive food and beverages, plus a patio for watching all the action. To learn more, visit SponsorSFC.com today. That's SponsorSFC.com, and do that today. Time right now for the college football fix. College Football Fix is driven by Ford and your local Mississippi Ford dealers. Ford F-Series trucks are made for the future of America, made for performance and capability on and off the road. Ford F-Series, America's best-selling trucks for 45 straight years. Trucks of the future aren't designed for a few. They are built for America. Ford F-Series, drive one at your local Mississippi Ford dealer today. All right, let's look at some game times. We've got game times to talk about. What did you say? So let's do it oh you're excited about that you've been excited about yes. this for the uh, the entire time let's start Since the with last the kickoff game times. Ended. yes let's start with kickoff times that we know about for the Mississippi State Bulldogs two of their first three sure. games on the road season opener though is at home on Saturday mm-hmm. night September yes. 3rd. Mississippi State will host the
5: Memphis Tigers 6-30 kickoff on
4: ESPNU.
5: I think I saw a tweet today from Mississippi State, from somebody at Mississippi State, the first night kickoff in uh, eight years for Mississippi State. In a home State, opener, right? Correct. In a home opener, yeah. So that's good news. I mean, because you know that first week is going to be miserable. So 6-30 kick uh, on ESPNU, too. So you've got, you know, a, a I, 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 this game has some juice for me. I, I, just for me, maybe it's maybe it's just being Mississippi State person. But after what happened last year, I think this game has a little juice. Think there's some revenge factor at play. I think there. I think State's going to be motivated to play well. well. We'll say that. Week
4: number two, September 10th, on the road in the desert, Mississippi State. Travels to Tucson to take on the Arizona Wildcats. It will be televised on FS1. He he had a possibility here that uh, Timmy B could be on the call for that game. It could be somebody else. But this could Could very well be a Tim Brando game. Uh, 10 o'clock Central Time kickoff. That is an 8 o'clock Arizona time
5: kick. Right. No daylight savings out in Arizona. Because even though they are in Mountain Time, it's... uh it's still eight o'clock in the state of Arizona. Timmy B called the last MSU game that kicked off that late. Do you remember when Against that was? Southern Miss in Hattiesburg. Southern Miss, yeah, nine p.m. kickoff on a Saturday night down there at the Rock, and Timmy B had that one as well. So ten p.m. I thought I tweeted it today. I'm already psyched up for the post game Green uh, post game Spotify live that I always do. I'm already excited to see who comes in at like one thirty in the morning after a Mississippi State game. Bunch of sickos. I can't wait.
4: Depending on how that game goes, you think you might do like a uh, like talk-along, watch-along with the fourth quarter?
5: Ooh, that's, uh, that's not a terrible idea, I'll be honest with you. So we'll see how it goes, though.
4: Another night game, three straight night games to start the season, although we would probably call this a, a, an early evening kickoff. Evening. Evening, yeah. Mississippi State in Baton Rouge, September 17th, 5 o'clock on ESPN.
5: Yeah. I'll need to check the time for sunset so I know when the sun makes its home in the western sky. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, yeah, Tiger Stadium at night. Uh, we all know the drill down there. Uh, Mississippi State, the last trip down there was a day game, obviously, the CBS game uh, when they beat LSU. Um, last three trips prior to that were all night games state one and two in those what happened two years ago when Mississippi State went to Baton Rouge uh the, KJ Costello threw for 623 yards and the state uh, won that game and 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 it's been nothing but good since then
4: uh we know that the Egg Bowl is on Thanksgiving night it is in Oxford that is a six o'clock kickoff on ESPN the only other television network that we know for sure is the November nineteenth game, five days before the Egg Bowl. That is one that will be streamed. That's the online on, game, yeah. Yes, yeah. excuse me, ESPN Plus, SEC Network Plus. So, time for that the time will be of that game,
5: Mississippi State is to, to be the determined. Time for that. But yeah, and it, it's it's kind of irrelevant, right? Because it's just on it's just online only. So yeah, November nineteenth. Well, that's
4: probably like a one o'clock in the afternoon kick.
5: And last year was an 11 a.m. game for, against Tennessee State. Um, in 19, 2019, when they did that, against Abilene Christian, it was a night game. It started at like 6 p.m. It was cold. Okay. Uh, so, uh, Ole Miss. Yeah, guess. Ole Miss
4: to uh, start the season. Home opener against the Troy Trojans, September 3rd. Three p.m. in the afternoon at vaught Hemingway Stadium for a game on the SEC Network. That's probably going to be Dave Neal and Deuce McAllister in Oxford
5: for the season opener. Well, they are, they and you are going to suffer. I will be wearing shorts. At least, you can, yes, you can wear your short pants that day. You'll be yes, on. I will. I, be can I make short a, pants that? Can day. we? Can, can we get? Can we get some red shorts? Do you have red shorts? Can we get a powder blue polo and red shorts? Um, maybe. Let's make this happen. That's, I, I a, that's, that's what red, I want to see.
4: I have a pair of red shorts, but the, they're not like the uh, kind of like the lightweight dry fit material. They're they're thicker cotton, okay, so I would yeah. sweat like a stuck pig if I wore those that day. Right. So we'll uh, we'll see. You're mixing metaphors here, but that's okay. I was trying to decide how I wanted to go there, and decided <laughs> that might be the uh, the, safest the best.
5: One. The best sweating analogy we really can't say on the air. No. Like a toad so, in the sock. <laughs> That's good. That's yeah. good.
4: Yeah. Uh, so, um, <laughs> 3 o'clock for the season opener against o'clock. Troy. Week two, Ole Miss will have its streaming only game, ESPN Plus, SEC Network Plus. That is against Central Arkansas, and that will be a 6 o'clock game. So, okay. nighttime kickoff of that one, 6 o'clock. Little and that's, that's in week two. Ole Miss hits the road for week three, September seventeenth. They will be in Atlanta. We were just talking about this. Historic Grant chili Field dog at Bobby Day. Dodd Stadium. Might be a post game chili dog. Two thirty
5: kickoff. Game? 2:30. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Get that on the way out the door.
4: Two thirty on ABC. Fifth all-time meeting between it. Ole Miss and Georgia Tech series got started back in nineteen forty-six.
5: You eat that meal that you described prior to the game. Good luck keeping up with the pace of play, my friend. The way Ole Miss plays, you'll be twenty yards behind everything. You'll just be be cramping the whole time.
4: Uh, Southern Miss, we got the uh, we got yep. five games that have scheduled tar- uh, start times and TV networks for Southern Miss. Actually, four of them have uh, scheduled start times. Yeah. September 3rd against Liberty on ESPN+. Plus. That's the season opener. 6 p.m. kickoff at The Rock.
5: We need to get State to schedule Liberty because now Freeze has been back to Oxford. He's going back to Hattiesburg where he went to college. Let's get him back to Starkville one last time. Let's go. Week two, Southern
4: Miss goes on the road. This is Saturday, September 10th. They will have an 11 a.m. Central Time kickoff at the U. Hard Rock Stadium. Game will be on ACC Whoop. Network. Southern Miss at Miami for a high noon Eastern Time kickoff in South Florida.
5: I'm just telling you this. I'm not predicting an upset. Miami, Miami better come ready to play. Okay. Somebody Saturday, the September
4: Sunday. 17th, ESPN3,
5: the Southern Supreme. Miss at
4: home, hosting Northwestern State, 6 o'clock kickoff. And then later in the year, a Thursday night game on ESPNU. Thursday, October 27th, Southern Miss hosting the Ragin' Cajuns of Louisiana, 6.30 on ESPNU. And then the uh, Sunbelt Conference Championship game is Saturday, December 3rd on ESPN at 2.30. Will Southern Miss be in it? And you're number one in a new conference? We'll just have to wait and see. We'll look at some other kickoff times when we come back. Sports Talk Mississippi, right after this.
12: From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, a 30% chance of rain under partly cloudy conditions, high near 81. Tonight, mostly clear, low around 59. You're finally Friday, sunny skies, high only to 81. And a look to Saturday, sunny conditions, high near 85. This weather brought to you by our friends at Gaddis mclaurin Mercantile in downtown Bolton. Shop local. Gaddis mclaurin Mercantile, your building supply experts since 1871.
3: Why trust Coleman-Taylor Transmissions to repair your transmission?
15: We are dedicated at doing only transmission repair. So we have a lot of people that call, do you do engine work, do you do general repair? And we're like, no. They're like, golly, y'all have treated me so well. I'd love it if you did. Well, the fact of the matter is the reason we can treat people so well at this one thing is because that's all we do. You know, the old adage goes, do one thing and do it well. We kind of want to stick to that.
3: Call Coleman-Taylor Transmissions today at 601-355-8526 or go to ColemanTaylorJacksonMS.com.
20: As a former prosecutor and now as your congressman, I'm very concerned about the crisis of illegal immigration and drugs coming across America's southern border. I'm Michael Guest. I've gone to the border several times this year to meet law enforcement officers who are working hard to protect us. They deserve our support. You have my commitment to always fight for stronger border security to make our communities a safer place to live, worship, and raise a family. I'm Michael Guest, and I approve this message. Paid for by friends of Michael Guest.
13: Breezy Oaks Ranch is Mississippi's source for local, pasture-finished YQ beef and heritage pork. No antibiotics, no hormones. Breezy Oaks Ranch YQ beef and heritage pork is healthy and has incredible flavor in marbling. Call 601-908-9080 or breezyoaksranch.com. Pick up or delivery.
3: This is Dr. Will Lumpflett with Capital Dental. At Capital Dental, we want to be your one stop for comprehensive family dentistry for your family's dental needs. Book your appointment online today at CapitalDentalInc.com. That's CapitalDentalInc.com. People say things change. But in Mississippi,
6: good things don't change. They change everything. Back when a blues musician picked up a guitar and struck a chord with the world... The Citizens Bank was making life better in Mississippi communities. Now we're in every corner of the state, changing banking to be more in yours with accessible lenders, more product choices, and always the latest in digital banking. After over a century, changing to local sounds better and better. Member
8: FDIC.
18: It's Alyssa Arbuckle, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. Despite a federal judge's ruling last week that kept Title 42 in place at the southern border, illegal crossings remain at record levels.
15: I mean, last month of April, I think it was the highest since DHS was formed in 2002. And even with Title 42 in place, they are still releasing over 100,000 legal aliens into American communities every month. So if Title 42 is lifted, it's just going to double.
18: R.J. Hammond with the Federation for American Immigration Reform says the Biden administration gutted the Title 42 eligibility.
15: The Biden administration exempted family units and unaccompanied children from uh, being expelled under Title 42 and only applied to single adults. So that message is still heard loud and clear.
18: The Biden administration plans to appeal the judge's ruling. So the legal battle over Title 42 is far from over. And for your daily coronavirus update, Mississippi is currently averaging 356 cases per day over the last week, which is a 27 percent increase from two weeks ago.
19: Farm Bureau Insurance.
0: Go with the home team. Need some good news?
19: I've got
0: good news. Good things with Rebecca Turner. Your daily dose of good news. Good news. news. This afternoon at 2 on Super Talk Mississippi. Good news. There's a ton of content from Super Talk Mississippi on our new YouTube channel. Just search Super Talk Mississippi on YouTube or go to supertalk.fm slash YouTube. Be sure and subscribe for free to get the latest scoop on what's happening in Mississippi news, politics, sports, and the good things happening here in the state.
9: Let the broadcasting of the disturbed
0: continue. Sports Talk Mississippi. Super Talk Mississippi.
4: how many people are going to make the trip to Ireland. But August 27th, week zero, Nebraska and Northwestern are playing in the Aer Lingus College Football Classic at Aviva Stadium in Dublin. I was curious what the stadium looked like. It is spectacular.
5: Is that a soccer field for somebody?
4: It is. Do the Google search the Aviva Stadium, A-V-I-V-A, and hit your images, and you'll be like, whoa, that is a sweet venue for Nebraska and Northwestern. Uh, let's hit a couple of oh, wow, other cool. SEC schools with their uh, their non-conference slate. LSU will play their season opener against uh, against Florida State in the Superdome. Mm-hmm. It's a Sunday They're, game, isn't it? It is. It's correct. They will play a uh, historic home opener against Southern University. That's on Saturday, September 10th, kickoff 630. First ever meeting between the two schools. Serves as the first home game in Tiger Stadium for Brian Kelly. Taking over LSU after becoming the winningest coach in Notre Dame history. And he has more wins than any other active FBS head coach. Wait, is that right? Brian Kelly? This release from LSU says, Kelly takes over at LSU after becoming the winningest coach in Notre Dame history and with more wins than any active FBS head coach. That's hard to believe on the surface, but wow.
5: He's got 263 career wins. I'm going to Saban. I know you're going straight to Nick Saban. Saban has... Two sixty nine. So no, that's not correct. Well, I say that. Hold on, that's, that's overall coaching record. So yeah, for FBS, it might be because Saban coached a couple years at Toledo. But no, Brian Kelly. I'd have to look deeper, but I don't think that's correct.
4: LSU's home opener. We talked uh, their conference opener. We talked about just a second ago against Mississippi State, September seventeenth. Five o'clock kickoff on ESPN. The following week against New Mexico. Uh, that's their streaming-only game. Also, if you, uh, like
5: the pageant, if you like the pageantry of college football, LSU versus Southern, the Golden Band from Tigerland, and the Human Jukebox from Southern University, that should be a show within itself. No doubt. No that's doubt. That's exciting to think about. I like and that. it's
4: already been announced, LSU-Florida State, Sunday night, 6.30, on ABC in the Superdome. Um, Arkansas will open its season at home against Cincinnati at 2.30 on ESPN. I feel like everybody's just glossing over this one. Oh, Arkansas, Cincinnati lost a lot. Luke Fickle's built a... uh, It's a good program. He's built a program, not a team in Cincinnati.
5: Yeah, that's a good team. I guarantee the game will be closer than we think. Arkansas
4: jumps into conference play in week two against South Carolina that's a home game at 11 o'clock on ESPN so in Fayetteville and they got Missouri State in uh, in week three that's a six o'clock kickoff and it's the uh, the streaming game online only yeah so let me give you some week one highlights September 3rd yeah Third, uh well the weekend of September 3rd Thursday night so that's September 1st West Virginia Pitt on ESPN
5: the backyard brawl love it. Also
4: Thursday night, Penn State at Purdue on Fox. Sure. Also, let's see, Friday night, a 9 o'clock Central time kick for TCU at Colorado. That's on ESPN. I'll watch. That is, that is watchable. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. Week one, Colorado State at Michigan, NC State at East Carolina, Number 10, Oregon, number 3, Georgia, 230 on ABC from Atlanta. 6 o'clock Central Time in the Swamp, the Florida debut for Billy Napier, Florida
5: hosting number 8, Utah, at 6 on ESPN. We just got a, a text from a listener, not close. Brian Kelly, not close to saving. Really? Yeah, according to this, Brian Kelly has 134 FBS wins, and Nick Saban has 256.
4: Yeah, I don't know. I just took that straight from LSU's
5: release. So I'm not sure. Mike Leach has more wins than uh, than Brian Kelly
4: against FBS teams, or as an FBS head coach,
5: as an FBS head coach, yeah.
4: Notre Dame, Ohio State is at six thirty on ABC. Yes. Boise State. We'll get to watch it, but... Boise State at Oregon State. Hey, how about this one? That should be a fun game. Sunday afternoon, September fourth, two o'clock on ESPN two, the orange blossom classic in Miami. Florida AM mm-hmm. and Jackson State. Let's go. Coach Brom, run it back. And then we'll wrap up week one on Monday night with Clemson and Georgia Tech in the Chick-fil-A kickoff game in Atlanta. Watch that game if you're an Ole Miss fan, certainly, knowing that that's a uh, Georgia Tech team that you're going to see in week three.
5: Yeah. What time is? Uh, did they say Georgia and Oregon is? 2.30. 2.30.
4: 3.30 Eastern, 2.30 Central in Atlanta.
5: Look, by the way, I want you to think about me on week two. Mm-hmm. I'm going to start the day with Alabama, Texas. And I'm going to have all the way to 10 o'clock for Mississippi State, Arizona. What, well, what a it, great day. Wait, that's... I keep going. That, that's 10 o'clock Central. Yeah.
4: So, Ole Miss plays at 6 that night. Yeah, you'll get home
5: in time. You, I'll you certainly be, able to home, be in home in time for the, sec- the start of the second quarter. Second, yeah, yeah. You'll get to see that game in its entirety, mm. almost. What a, a great day of college two. football. Yeah, no doubt. A couple I can't other wait. Two games that stand out. So, you
4: mentioned Alabama, Texas. That's a noon game on Fox, or 11 o'clock game on Fox. Yeah, Washington State at Wisconsin that week. Number 18, Tennessee at number 23, Pitt. 2.30 on ABC. Sure. Sure. Houston at Texas Tech. Iowa sure. State, Iowa. Kentucky at Florida. That's a 6 o'clock game on ESPN. Mm-hmm. Southern Cal at Stanford. Oh my gosh. I can't wait. It's going to be so exciting. Ooh, Baylor at BYU also that night.
5: That's a good game.
4: And then some quick week three highlights for you, and then we'll put this to bed. Oklahoma at Nebraska in week three. Penn State at Auburn. That is one of the games that CBS has announced. CBS game, yeah. Week three, BYU at Oregon. Ole Miss yeah. at Georgia Tech. Michigan State at Washington. The U at Texas A and M. That's a good game. How about, about an eight o'clock Central Time in College Station for that game?
5: Is that game day depends, uh, I guess, on could I mean, they be. should both well, be two zero? Right? Does
4: early? Yeah. Oh, you're just going to discount Will Hall and Southern Miss walking into Hard Rock Stadium? I just said they should. The I said should. I said should. They should be doing it. Put it on the record. That's Haydad Haydad giving
5: Southern Miss a little chance. Don't tell Coach Hall. Don't tell Coach Hall I said that.
4: All right, so your uh, CBS will not have an SEC game until week three. Their first SEC game is week three, Penn State at Auburn. CBS will have an SEC doubleheader on October 8th.
5: Gee, I wonder who that's
4: going to be. And that's the two thirty-seven 7 o'clock doubleheader. They have Georgia-Florida, the Cocktail Party, on October 29th. There is a CBS-SEC doubleheader on November 12th. That's an 11 a.m. and a 2.30 game.
5: So without looking, I'm going to assume that's Alabama-LSU week.
4: Probably. I've got it here
5: close. Or
4: at least I think I have it close. Every time I close out that schedule, I regret that I haven't.
5: No, I'm wrong. I am wrong. Alabama LSU is the week before that. That's LSU Arkansas. I believe that state Georgia, Ole Miss would be playing who?
4: But but well, hold on. Hold on. Let's do class.
5: October eighth first. The October
4: eighth. Okay. October eighth. That's we know the 8 Auburn at Georgia and Alabama Texas A and M and Tuscaloosa. Probably so.
5: Yes. Oh, that's LSU, Alabama Tennessee. Ole Miss. The twelfth. Okay. Uh
4: LSU so Tennessee would be a possibility, I suppose also. And so on the twelfth, you got Alabama Ole Miss, LSU Arkansas, AM
5: Auburn, Georgia, Mississippi State. Prediction. One of the Mississippi teams is getting one of those CBS spots. Either Ole Miss, Alabama, or State Georgia. It Just depends on which Mississippi team is better that weekend. It's a doubleheader. I mean, you could have both, couldn't you? Could get them both. You just
4: we'll see. Sports Talk Mississippi. We'll wrap it up with you next. <laughs>
8: Of the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations serving you in Ridgeland and Brandon. Call 601 605 4443 for all of your glass needs. Still seeing heavy delays northbound on 25 between 471 and Hollybush. Also, still heavy delays 469 at Deep Street and 49 southbound. Expect heavy congestion from Interstate Drive down to Harper. This update brought to you by Smith Brothers Body Shop, proudly serving the Metro since 1946. Call 601 353 5217.
16: I'm Lauren McGraw with Gotta Go. Have you got bathroom restoration or construction going on? Well, we've got you covered with deluxe luxury restrooms with air conditioning, LED lights, radio, Bluetooth, and all the amenities for your needs. When you've got to go, you've got to go. Gotta go 601-879-3969.
13: When I got hurt on the field, I thought I was done playing sports. That all changed after my visit to Mississippi Sports Medicine. My super
0: surgeon drew up the perfect game plan. It was my recovery and their game plan that proved the game-winning combination.
13: 20 physicians, 7 subspecialties, 1 focus, you, Mississippi Sports Medicine and Orthopedic
0: Center.
19: Here's John and Corey Ravenstein for Juniker Jewelry Company. There are plenty of stores out there who buy old jewelry. But ask yourself, who can I trust to give me an honest valuation and then make you a serious offer? At Juniker Jewelry Company, as gemologists and appraisers, we will assess accurately the real value of what you have. Bring us your old gold and platinum jewelry or Rolex timepiece. That diamond ring you inherited. Or maybe it's that diamond you just don't wear anymore because it simply lost its meaning. We tell you exactly what you have and make you the very best offer. We even buy large diamonds and entire estate collections. Most folks just want your scrap gold. So before you sell your old jewelry to just anybody, ask yourself... Who can I trust? We're Jenica Jewelry Company for over 75 years, Mississippi's diamond and estate jewelry experts. For honest valuation and the best offer. Come see us today. Juniker Jewelry, Mississippi's
3: direct diamond importer. 1485 Highland Colony Parkway in Madison and junikerjewelry.com.
12: The best made-to-order lunch in Northeast Jackson is at Fourth and Gold Sports Cafe. The wings, the chicken tenders and bites, fried or grilled, and the best specialty pizzas in the metro. Call 769-208-8283. That's 769-208-8283. 769-208-8283. Supertalk.fm,
0: supertalk.fm, your one stop for all the news that matters in the Magnolia State. Supertalk.fm, everything you need to know at your fingertips. Supertalk.fm.
2: Tune in to Middays with Gerard Gibbert each weekday, live from the Element Wealth Studios. Is retirement on your mind? Do you have a plan? Go to myElementWealth.com to find your balance between income, growth, and guarantees.
0: Twilight Concerts at Renaissance are back. Ratchet Entertainment presents Twilight Concert Series at Renaissance. Saturday, July 9th, with JJ Gray and Mofro. Yes, the Monsters, plus Jay and the Causeways. Tickets are on sale now at twilightms.com. That's twilightms.com. Brought to you in part by Southern Beverage, Renaissance, Ridgeland First, and Watkins Construction. Produced by Ratchet Entertainment Group. Where Mississippi comes to talk. Middays with Gerard Gibbert. Weekdays here on Super Talk Mississippi. Super Talk Mississippi. Check the Are you ready? Yeah. Sports Talk Mississippi.
4: Tennessee Vanderbilt just underway and in, uh, in Hoover at the SEC baseball tournament, and they're in the top of the first inning. So I pulled up Vanderbilt's team stats. Hey, You know how good Enrique Bradfield Jr. is, right? Great player. And he, if, if he gets on base, he's stealing, basically.
5: Yes. If, you,
4: if he's on first, he's on second. Do, do you know what his um, his stolen base numbers are for the year?
5: I saw a thing the other day. I know he's ahead of like six or seven teams in the SEC. I think he has forty six on the year. He has forty two?
4: Forty two stolen bases. Okay. Did you care to take a guess as to how many times he's attempted to steal?
5: Forty three. Forty two. Oh, he has not been caught once. He is a perfect
4: forty two of forty two in stolen bases this year.
7: That's Probably just you know
5: silly. it's not it is, but at the same time, they did not he didn't play against the two best defensive catchers in the conference who happen to reside here in this state. It's true. You're right about that. Louisiana Tech leading six nothing
4: over Old Dominion. Bottom of the sixth inning in Hattiesburg, there was controversy. We got this on the text line a little while ago. Old Dominion's leading home run hitter, he's Matt Courtney, has 26 home runs on the year. Prior wow. to the start of this game, Old Dominion had eight. Bats confiscated by the umpires. Eight bats taken away. (laughs) Non-conforming. Did not pass the sticker test. There you go. Uh, Somebody says he did play against Dunhurst on Tuesday and did not steal base.
5: Oh, that's right, yeah. Yeah. I, I didn't even think about the tournament, but yeah, there you go.
4: Reached base in his first at-bat or second at-bat or whatever it was. I think it was in the first inning, bottom of the first. And Dylan Delucia threw over like 12 times. It was, it was insane. Um, fun football talk this afternoon. Yeah.
5: You know I love it. You know I can't get I, enough of it.
4: Yeah, I know you do. I was looking to see if I missed anything in ter- in terms of start times or, or whatever else. I think that's kind of a pretty good summary as to uh,
5: as to where we are. You see where the biggest purchase of a sports franchise in history has gone through? Chelsea. Somebody bought them. Yep. How much? Three point one billion dollars. Mmm. a lot of cash. And it's
4: not like that $3.1 billion is just going into the pocket of the previous owner.
5: None of it is. It's going to a uh, a, a, a charity to help the victims of the war in the Ukraine. No, no profits will res- be received by Mr. Abramovich. He owned the team. He put
4: a ton of money into the team. He was forced to sell the team for the mm-hmm. largest transaction in professional sports history in the world. And not one
5: penny mm-hmm. of it will go back to him. Not one penny. That's, that's, that's something there. That is, Can you imagine if Jerry Jones had to do something like that? Oh, goodness. That and could be
4: lawsuits for days. That would be 40. Oh, no, that's uh, that's not Bradfield. a different stolen base for Vanderbilt. Hey, if you're looking for a, a baseball home and you are a junior high or high school player in North Mississippi... You need to be thinking about the Cotton States League. Based in New Albany, in North Mississippi, 14th season for Cotton States Baseball. And they've got a July league and then another league that's happening in the fall. Last year it featured 26 teams showcasing some of the top talent in the state of Mississippi. And you say, well, how do I find out more? Well, let me tell you. You go to CottonStatesLeague.com or you can uh, give the folks at Cotton States a call, 662 662- 539-2440. They've got the Collegiate League going or about to get started, but they have uh, the, the deadline has uh, has come and gone on your ability to register for that. If you're still interested, I guess you could reach out to the folks at Cotton State and just see if they've had a cancellation or a spot that has uh, has opened up. But the focus right now is on high school and junior high players. You can go to that website, cottonstatesleague.com or 662-539-2440. Great facilities, great coaches, great players. It really is a well-run league, and you've seen a ton of guys that have uh, have have played it uh, in it as well. That are playing it at places like Ole Miss or Mississippi State or Southern Miss or Louisiana Tech or schools all over the Southeast, Memphis, and uh, and other places. So uh, check that out if you're a junior high or high school player looking for a summer baseball home. Let that home be Cotton States. Baseball, uh, headquartered in New Albany, cottonstatesleague.com. Thanks for being with us, Rhino. Thank you for your help. Oh, yeah. We look forward to spending Friday afternoon with you as well. And you, wherever you're listening or however you're listening. If you missed any of the show, you can always get it on demand at supertalk.fm or wherever you get your podcast. For Brian Haydad and Rhino, I'm Richard Cross in the Pearl River Resort studio. Have a great night.